Welcome to episode number 127, Hello Bass, Bass Fishing Podcast, where Jet Lag Tela does a little bit of roasting of the MLF PPT. Some people on the stream, Brian and the JDM Bento Box from the Hookup Tackle. It was a pretty entertaining stream podcast. Hope you enjoy it. This week, the Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast is brought to you by Arsenal Fishing. Arsenal Fishing offers premium custom-made performance apparel and tackle. Arsenal delivers a wide variety of custom-designed baits, accessories, and tools, along with unique utilitarian apparel for all outdoor enthusiasts. As part of their support, you can use code Hellabass15 to save 15% on all purchases at arsenalfishing.com to support the show. Now let's get back to helping you catch more bass and suck less. What's going on, everybody? Friday night, bass fishing, hella bass live, punch fishing live, happened at the same time, depending on where you're coming hey. from. Ooh. Sorry. Yeah, how's it going, man? Happy hey, yeah. uh, Happy Friday, start of the weekend, eh? Absolutely. Halloween <clears throat> weekend. It is Halloween weekend. Do you do you do the Halloween as an adult? Uh, no. Um funny you mention that because like we don't normally do any Halloween like I got kids my but my kids are I have a 13 year old and an 11 year old and my 13 year old is now graduated out of Halloween she thinks it's she, not cool in it anymore but my 11 year old still wants to do it so I'll probably take him out trick-or-treating but like I've never really been into the Halloween parties for adults but we did get invited to one on Saturday and I had a costume my wife had a costume we were like locked and loaded and then today the guy sent out a message be like yeah we have COVID so it's canceled <laughs> so so no party. <laughs> we'll just put that on a hanger, and hopefully there's one next year. Or if there's anybody in the metro area that's looking to fill spots at a Halloween party, go ahead and send Brian a DM. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I, I have my costumes locked and loaded. He'll he'll bring the uh, the Robo Worms. <laughs> that would be a good like. You could like, I don't know. Gummy worms look a lot like Robo Worms, so you could sure. you know you could. Find a tie in there. Lots of lots of familiar faces. Ooh. Lots of members here. I see Daniel, Caro, 10 and 10 video audio. So it looks like we're rocking and rolling. Got my router reset. So hopefully it's a good evening. Yeah, right. Um, I uh, My internet was being a little wonky earlier, but it seems to be okay now. I hope. I think the big thing I was like, I was struggling for topics, and I just like it's I fall, man. Opinions. There's a lot to talk about. I got some opinions on the uh, the BPT and the five fish. So Ooh, me too. We'll get into that, mm-hmm. uh, but we can we can talk about a few other things while people are coming here. But that'll kind of talk about Oktoberfest. No, I just got to have an Oktoberfest beer this time. I don't love Oktoberfest, but you feel like you should have one. At Surly makes a good Oktoberfest. This is actually one of the few I, I really like. What about you? What are you drinking? Uh, it is the standard uh, Kraken and Diet Dr. Thunder. Oh, that's right. You're you're a Kraken. You're a, you're a dark rum fan. You like the like the Kraken. So Chris, uh, a few fellow other Iowa. So I was, we were in Cancun for nine days, and I was home for <clears throat> just a, a few minutes, basically, and then uh, had to fly out to Rochester or Corning, New York, and then up to Rochester. 
oh, nice. for work. <clears throat> so there's an airport called Elmira in New York, which is like 15 minutes from Corning, kind of a sleepy okay. little four, four gate. Uh, Never heard of it. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's four gate airport, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like flying into like Eau Claire. Like, so, I mean, like that would be the equivalent. It's probably not even as big as maybe St. Cloud. <clears throat> so I was like a little skeptical. But I went, like, after I booked my ticket, because, like, I was meeting another colleague that already would have a car, was going to be there the night before. Yep. And I was like, well, I'll just, it's 15 minutes, I'll get an Uber, a taxi, something to the uh, the hotel. And then yeah. ride with them, right? No sense renting a car, right? And uh, so I checked Lyft when I was in Mexico, and I could see that, like, it showed that there was cars. <laughs> I was, but I was a little, like, I was like, this is not a huge populated area, so... So I get there. <clears throat> so I had a three-hour scheduled layover in Detroit because there's not a lot of flights into Elmira, as you may imagine. <laughs> Were you going right from MSP? To no, there? through Detroit. Oh, wow. Oh, you had to uh, connect? So I was three-hour connection in Detroit. Yikes. But then there was mechanical, so we were like 45 minutes delayed. So instead of getting at 10.30, we got in at 11.15. And like, so I like pull up the Lyft app. It's, it seems like it's working. It's not really like all of a sudden it's like try again in a few minutes and I'm like uh oh <laughs> so I start like I like walk across the street to this cab he's like nope I already got a passenger he takes off and I'm like oh okay and I'm like go inside call the numbers all none of the cabs answer their number I check the Uber it says it has no drivers it's like oh, no. 11:30 and I'm like you're stuck <clears throat> starting to look at chairs like oh where am I going to be sitting tonight and waiting for my you know I messaged my coworker they were already asleep um. Oh, Avis budget was the only one open. They're like, nope, that was our last car. <laughs> and then there's this one last guy. And I'm like, dude, any chance you're going towards Corning? He's like, I got no idea, but jump in. Turns out he's from Northwest Iowa, like up by like the no way. Sioux City, Sioux Falls, kind of the Northwest Iowa. And uh, super good dude. <clears throat> we talked a little bit about work and outdoors and fishing. He actually has a place up on Big Stone. So there you go. You made, really you made a hookup. So like, shout out to John. I think his name was John. <laughs> we'll call him John. We'll call Thanks. him John. Cheer, cheer to John for no chance that he's watching, but shout out to him and uh, <laughs> the good people cheer. of Iowa. Cheers to uh, cheers to John in Iowa for not making you sleep at the airport. Yeah, and not being an axe murderer, so that I could be here for a Friday Night Live. <clears throat> What's important, for sure. Yeah. Let's see how many. Oh, we already got. We got a few people already in here. Over over a hundred, it looks like combined. So that's a uh, good time. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you. I haven't been on a live on anyone's stream in a, like in a minute, so this is kind of a could knock the cobwebs off here. I think Army Outdoors got his package before I left, so he want to. Speaking of that, <clears throat> I do have a little something here. So I got an Arsenal <sighs> fitted hat. Mm, nice. Oh, is that that's the Flex Fit? I think flex fit, I guess. Yeah, those yeah, are flex sweet. fit. That I'm gonna throw in a slither rig type or punch. What do they call their punch rig? You know, we gotta talk about that. Okay, and then I got a buff. One of their camo stickers. I want a buff. Some, I don't have and a buff. Some bang sticks. So we'll give that away later. So stick around. Everything that you just listed is very usable. Like all that's good stuff. Like yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't give away trash here. 
It's a first-class operation. I normally like to have something to give away, but you hit me up last minute, and I, I would literally have to just go digging around through my archive on fire. Well, you can just say that I'll put something together later. <laughs> I could. Yeah, I could throw a – I got I got about 7,000 Vision 110s sitting around. I could – There you I could go. Cherry, I could cherry-pick one. Uh, give away a couple of uh, – what are they? What are they uh, What's their prestige colors or respect? respect. respect. You're gonna give away some respect colors. I, you know, I have done that actually. So people have helped me out on certain things here and there, and I, I, I have like a little archive of cool respect colors, and I just like here, take this. Like I, I've used it as payment for people helping me out with things, so they do come in handy having them laying around once in a while. Thank you, Rich G. <clears throat> yeah. So let's see here. Yeah, we got a lot of. Yeah, what's everyone up to tonight? What do you guys? Uh, we're this is happy hour. Um, Rich is hitting the rum. I got a little. If you guys are whiskey nerds, I got some uh, Mickers. Mick, I can never say it right. Uh, so I got a little bourbon, neat with some ice. Um, keeping it simple tonight. So yeah, that was. I don't know what was that just breaking today or the last couple days. The tackle trap has decided to close its doors. That was today. So, yeah, we could talk about it. I'm sure there's a lot of people in the chat who have probably heard of Tackle Trap, if not bought things from them. Because, I mean, they, if, you're, if you're into, like, Daiwa or, you know, certain types, like, tricking out reels, like, they were, like, the place to get parts for tri tricking out Daiwa reels. Or even their repair shop is great. Like, I've had stuff fixed by them. Uh, yeah, it's a bummer. They, they're closing up. Um, I got some intel on that. Um, specifically, I mean... This is not going to shock you, but places overextended based on their sales from 2021 into 2022. Mm. So a lot, I mean, this is not just to tackle trap, but this is like a lot of places did this, like boat dealers, RV dealers, places had banging sales in 2021. They, so they ordered a lot and then they're stuck with all this stuff in 2022 when the economy, you know, took a dive and suddenly they are sitting on all this inventory and the bills are piling up. And, and so from what I understand, the tackle trap closure is strictly financial. It was um, their sales over the summer did not recoup the expenditures and uh, it kind of for it's forcing them to close. Like it's, it's cause they're going into winter. I mean, at the end of the season, if you, if at the end of summer, if you haven't done your sales numbers that you need to do to stay afloat, do you just lose money? Or do you close, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to make a tough decision, I guess. But yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, they're in a prime location from a physical standpoint. They're right on, right, the upper end of, right on the upper end of Gunnersville, I believe, up towards Scottsboro. So, like, it's not like they are online only. They are in a pretty prime location for right. actual foot traffic in a right. pretty bass centric part of the country. So that is kind of disappointing. Um, yeah, it's not a good bellwether, that's for sure. If a if a shop like Tackle Trap is having issues, I mean, what does that say for shops that have less maybe prestige or following as Tackle Trap? You know what I mean? Like to me, it's like if they're having problems, that kind of says a lot about like what's going on with the mom and pop tackle shops right now, right? Unless unless it was they literally their demand planning was that terrible that they got really over, unless they were just too overzealous and. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, no, totally. I, it's <laughs> what's up, Devo? You shouted out the people of Iowa earlier, Devo. So yeah, yeah Devo, Devo, our favorite. Uh, what do you call Iowa people? Iowans? Iowegian? I think that's the technical term. Iowegians. All right. Yeah. What's up, Devo? Uh, but yeah, it it sucks. I mean, I think Tackle Trap is 
one of those shops where they found a really good lane of being specialty, you know, weird mega bass stuff, weird Daiwa stuff, parts. Like they had a lot of stuff that most tackle shops didn't have. So they were really kind of like outside the lines a little bit. And uh, yeah, I think it's definitely a, a, it sucks for the bass industry if they're not around. Well, that, that doesn't sound right, Chris. I'm pretty sure it's Iowegian. <laughs> Listen to Minnesotans. We, we, <laughs> we know these things. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, it sucks though. I, I, it's all, but so anyway, if anyone's wondering tackle trap, it's all money. It's just financial. They just couldn't keep their doors open. They had a rough summer. Sales didn't meet what they were hoping to. And a lot of people, there's a lot of people at that shop that had to find new jobs. So it kind of sucks. Yeah, for sure. But I guess on the uh, short term upside is you can grab stuff, what, 30% <laughs> off from there. They have a, yeah, they're doing a 30% off everything on the, almost everything on their website. Um, now, I don't know about this, but from every time I've seen the store close, it starts out at 30% and as it goes on, suddenly it's more than that. So I, I don't I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but I'm just saying like um, if I were local to Tackle Trap and I wanted a deal, I would definitely be going to that shop to, like this weekend and, and trying to work out some deals on their remaining inventory. <laughs> So if you're close to Tackle Trap, I would definitely be swinging by there to see if you can scoop up some. Yeah, I mean, like, do they have any restrictions on like Shimano or Mega Bass or anything right now? Or? Um, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to. Sit. I heard all this when I was out on the water today, so I was actually fishing today, and um, I haven't really checked out their website. But I've heard that the thirty percent off code is blocked on Mega Bass rods. Um, I don't know about Tackle. I don't know. Some someone can go check it out, but yeah, it's. But I guess uh, you wouldn't really worried about pissing off your vendors at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly the msp don't msrp uh or holding to map doesn't really matter when you're closing but it does quite i mean like if it really was just one off summer then maybe they weren't like i said there's always devils in the details when companies right. have issues we don't know the de- there, there could be a completely different story than the one i was told right you never know 100 i'm sure that's part of it but there could have been other things you never know the guy who owns the place could have had a bad weekend at the casino. You never know what the, I'm not saying that happened, but I'm just saying anytime a business closes, unless you know the personal people that own it, or you've seen the books or, you know, the story, it's always question marks. Right. But from what I've been told by someone at tackle trap is they, they had a rough summer sales wise. So that was definitely the straw regardless of what, what other was behind it. Yep. And physical I mean, stores are tough, man. You got to pay a lot of bills. You know, you got to pay rent. You got to pay then, insurance. You got, you got, you got expenditures when you have. Tackle's not. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's other. I mean, obviously retail in general, right? The to hold inventory is not cheap. Right. You got to turn it over. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, best case, you get 30 days, right? And you. So I, I'll say that they're not the only tackle shop that this has happened to this summer. Um, there's local shops here in Minnesota starts with a C ends in APRAs. <laughs> they, they, they ordered a lot of stuff in the spring figuring they were going to blow it all out at the, like the, the spring North like sports shows. And then they were just going to have a lot of business all spring. They're still sitting on a lot of inventory coming into winter. So, you know, a lot of companies or a lot of, a lot of tackle shops did get excited based on the pandemic sales. And uh, you know, Things did not go the same in in 2022, as we all know. Uh, actually, Debo, we're talking about tackle trap. 
announced that they are closing today. But the the Gander is like there were some amazing deals. I'm times for Gander Mountains. I'm still using stuff that I got on the Gander closing sale. I still have oh, line. I still look like right here. I have I still have fishing line like four carbon that I'm still trying to go through from the. <laughs> We got a bag. <laughs> this was like one of the early ones. This is like true tungsten. So this was oh like gosh. 2008 vintage closeout at Gander Mountain where I just oh stocked up gosh. on tungsten. I mean, like, it's like investing in precious metals, right? Like, you, it's like buying gold, right? I mean, like, tungsten. Like, like buying gold. So this is the guy who sells tungsten jigs. Uh, you know, I... I will say on the Gander thing, it was dangerous when Gander was going out of business because one of the stores that they were cycling a lot of the clearance stuff through was down the street from an office that I used to work at. So on lunch break, I would literally jump in my car, go down the street, grab all the stuff I could at Gander. And I did it like every day. I was like, this is my lunch break. I'm just going to go to Gander and see what new stuff came in. And I was getting all the good stuff the the day it came in. So like I, I spent a lot of money and i'm still trying to go through the stuff that i bought during that sale yep fall 30 is the code yeah so help tackle track trap tackle trap out if you guys are watching the stream and you need some stuff especially trick Dioa stuff um, they have a really good selection of um strike king too so just go on tackle trap buy stuff with the fall 30 code help them clean the store out do them a favor i like shields stores not a fan of their website Shield stores are awesome. They're so but like fun. the website I was not impressed with. Dude, when I go to a Shield store, I spend about 5% of my time in the fishing section. They have so much other cool stuff. Like I'm I'm going through all the clothes, I'm going through um all the like camping stuff. Like they have so much cool stuff there that I just breeze through the fishing <laughs> section and I go to everything else. Maybe Omnia is why Tackle Trap went out of business. <clears throat> I would I don't know. That's a tough one because <sighs> It makes you wonder, though, like when a, I mean, Omni has been a little bit, I would say a little bit of a disruptor in the retail. I'm not saying like they definitely made, they definitely took market share. Oh, yeah. Like how much of that is from Tackle Warehouse? How much of that is from like, uh, like Bass Pro, Shields, Cabela's? And how much of that is from the other Tackle Traps, Scottsboro, Hookup, right? right. Like, and so like, you know, they, they made, I mean, they appear to be growing and making a lot of headway. So, you know. Yeah. That uh got that, my hook and tackle bento box today and I already opened it. So if you guys want if you guys want to know what's in the bento box this month, I can tell you. We can take a look at it. Yeah, we'll go through that. We'll go through it in a minute. Um I will say for me personally, I don't know. I mean it's it's different from every person to every person, right? Um Omni is from Minnesota, so obviously a lot of Minnesotans are very familiar with their brand at this point, but like um Wait, give away metanium. Debo's got metaniums giving away. He's giving away metaniums on yeah. our stream. Thanks, Debo. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think uh, I'll, I'll say this personally. I used to spend probably five hundred to a thousand dollars a year at Tackle Warehouse, at least in just tackle. I'm not talking rods, reels, like just tackle. My last in 2022, I did one Tackle Warehouse order, one. Like that's how much. I've found other places to buy stuff. So I would say and a majority of that's been with Omnia, obviously, but like, but I've been buying other places like hookup, tackle trap, Summerland outdoors is a great shop too. I've been buying stuff from them. So point is like, you got a lot of the, the, it's competitive out there nowadays. 
yeah. really is. But like, if I can find it at Omnia, I pretty much buy it from Omnia. Oh yeah, totally. Thanks, Basson. I like Omnia because of the shipping. I mean, we're they ship so fast. Uh, we're we're blessed in Minnesota where if we order from Omnia, we will literally get it the next day. Like I'll what? put an order in in the morning, and by lunch the next day, it's sitting on my door. It's just dangerous. But I talk to other people occasionally, like viewers, listeners, people in the community that are in like you know Louisiana or Florida or Georgia, like. Uh, and, I, and it's like they all get their stuff in like two, three days with free shipping. Oh yeah, it's it's awesome. And what I like, I mean, I don't know. We don't have to go into an Omnia commercial, but they, they're doing a lot of stuff that other shops aren't, which does like what you said, disrupt, right? Like mm-hmm. they're doing things that now everyone either has to do them or has to be aware that Omnia is doing them and and factor that in, right? So little Midge says, "I'm from Wisconsin. Monday order gets to me Wednesday." Yeah, that's yeah, that's great. Daniel says two to three days to Kentucky. Yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> My omnivores. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that's a good news topic. Tackle traps closing. So R.I.P. Tackle well, trap. Good news or, I mean, a bad news topic. But. Yeah, well, it's it's in the fishing news. I, I, my phone was blown up today. Like, I had so many people messaging me and go, "Did you guys know tackle traps closing?" I was like, "What?" Like, I I had no idea until today until they posted on Instagram. So it sucks. That's why I was riding, wearing a hat today. R.I.P. I said I have a tackle trap sticker on one of my uh, on one of my fish finder covers <laughs> on my boat. So I, they've been good to me. I, they're they're a great company. I'm, I'm curious what some of the tackle trap people are going to do now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to. You follow. know how many people work there? I don't. Even... I think six to eight is what I think is the ballpark. Um, I always contacted through Gary, Gary tackle trap, Gary Wood, and then obviously everyone knows Brian Spanky Lambert, who's on like all the things. Like everyone knows Spanky, right? But yeah, <laughs> Andrew Olson, I get my Omni order in about five minutes. That that's that's cheating, my friend. Why did it take him? Why are you that slow at picking your own order? Yeah, <clears throat> he works there. He's a he's an Omnia employee. So that, In, that's we cool. got insiders. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. What, let's talk about some. Uh, what what else is in the news? Kanye? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, Omnia is moving. So yeah. if you didn't hear that, I think I want to say like it's coming up. I don't remember the exact dates. I think it's on their website. But like tomorrow, today, the next couple of days, like they're shutting yeah. down for three days, six days where they won't. Yeah. Ship. The first week in November, they're kind of moving their shipping department, I believe, to the new place. So like their systems are going to be disrupted a little bit because they literally got to pitch stuff up and move it to another building. So they're going to have a window where orders that are made during that window are going to have to be wait, waited. They're not going to be able to fulfill those orders until the end of the window when they got their stuff moved over. So they're giving themselves like a week to get everything shifted. So yeah, I don't, I'll just say this real quick. If you guys don't know, Omnia bought a small section of a warehouse when they first started. Then they bought the other half of this warehouse they were in as they grew then they extended out to the end of the building and now they are out of room. Like they're trying to hire more people. They don't have office space. They're running out of rack space to expand the, the SKUs. So they are moving to a whole new warehouse where they have way more office space so they can, all the people that they've hired in the last year can have 
their own desks and things. So they're expanding. So uh, that's a good sign, right? Like you want to, that's a good problem to have. We're out of room, right? Like as a business, you're a logistics guy, you know, this It's like, yeah, we're all out of room. and part of the reason they weren't restocking certain things and they weren't adding new products is because they literally didn't have place to do it. So now you, oh. for those that were excited about the amount of SKUs they're adding this year, expect that to continue next year. I'll give you an example of how they were out of space. If you go to Omnia's warehouse, like in the last couple months, they're putting tape on the floor and then piling things up on piles on the floor. And then that's the, 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 the code, the, for, the, the bins for the locations or stuff. Cause they can't put things on shelves. They're just putting things on the floor and marking where it is. So awesome. Like, that's right there. See it. It's going. <laughs> the <code. But> yeah. <laughs> it's also in the description of the videos. You can find it. Um, uh, good point by Debo. It does not cost you anything to hit the thumbs up, whether you're watching on Punch Fishing or Hellabass tonight. Yeah, this is this is Rich's stream, so hit his likes. It doesn't for matter. sure. Um, yeah, so yeah, Omni in the news uh, with the move, tackle trap in the in the move with the closure. That sucks. It's like you want all these tackle shops to grow and expand, right? Like you don't want any signs that the fishing industry is not doing great. And I definitely would say tackle trap closing is not a good sign, right? right. Like you, you want you want to see our sport and our what we love just exploding, right? And 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 it's tough. Yeah. What's up, TJ? Uh, oh, tackle junkie. What's up? I like that guy. Although John D is saying there might be some of the guys doing something. So I hope so, man. They're, they they know their stuff. If if well, sometimes right, like when it gets into a bad situation, you got to like clean the slate. Because you can't carry the baggage, right? So maybe these guys are going to come back in another way. Okay. We're at 46 likes on the feed on your channel right now. If we can get to 100 likes, I am going to go into my 100 likes. I am going to go into my Vision 110 archive, and I will hand select a Vision 110, and I will mail it to someone tonight. So we'll do a giveaway if we can get to 100 likes. So we're, we're halfway there. So we're at 52. And if we get to 200, TJ will give away uh, a titanium. And if we get to 300, Debo will give away one too. I can't guarantee that. But <laughs> the 100 we can guarantee. That is for real. Yeah, I'll we'll do we'll do a we'll do a giveaway. We'll do we'll run the thing where everyone does a a message. If we get to 100 likes, we'll do we'll give away a, a limit. I'm not going to give away a 110 that's like anybody can get now i'm gonna we'll do a limited edition one like so it'll be one that they literally you could can't get it new right it would you would have had to get it or you'd have to yeah, get it on the, the, market. the secondary off. market you'd have to get it in a flippers market correct somebody said i should give away the baby kingo no no that's not gonna happen that's like a 250 dollars one ten. i'm gonna find something a little more uh modest if we get to a, a higher like count maybe That's funny, but yeah. Uh, what else? What are uh, what? What do we? What do people? Baseball, talk about? right? The World Series started tonight. It's on right now. What's the Nobody score? Nobody cares. It's baseball. <laughs> I care if the Houston Astros lose because you know they're nobody likes the Astros, right? Rams. Tells me if you've tried the new Shimano what the the World Jerk Baits with the little flashy flippy things in them. No, I have. Okay, so funny you say that. So I've played with the Shimano Popper. The little flat, the popper with the little flash boost in there. 
that that caught a lot of fish. So I went to this YMCA camp up in northern Minnesota where I had to fish from the bank, and that's the only popper I took with me. And mm-hmm. that thing was catching smallmouth left and right. So they the world popper is definitely good. It walks real nice. Uh, that Shimano popper is actually really good. It's kind of expensive, but it walks really nice. So it's like it's a it's a, one of those dual purpose poppers where you can just pop it or walk it, right? That's that's kind of what you want in like a popper that's over ten bucks. So that, that and it had good hooks out of the box too. So that's a good bait. Um, that so the so close your ears and eyes if you are a bento box subscriber and you don't want to know it's in the box this month. But they included one of their cranks, the Macbeth. Do you know anything about this? The square bill. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is the Macbeth seventy five. It's three quarter ounce uh, shallow runner, uh, three to five feet. I saw him on what is what uh, the guy in Colorado does a stream. I can't think of his name, but he's he's kind of showed them out. They look pretty good. What's interesting is uh, the eyes. It, this is always an eyes pattern you see with like the custom balsa guys. They always do the the little googly eyes. I thought that was kind of interesting, but that profile looks very like. All the guys who make the custom balsa flat sides always kind of use this kind of profile. It's kind of that um, old, like, bagley. Right. So anyway, I have not tried the jerkbait. I, this is the first square bill I've tried from Shimano, but, I've, but I have tried the popper, and the popper is legit. So TJ says he loves that square bill. I agree. Baseball is what I want. Yeah, hook sets are free. That's what I was trying to think of, Daniel. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. But we're running out of we're running out of open water here to try this. So I don't think I'm going to be able to try this until spring. So yeah, the Macbeth, which is a weird name. Why do they call it Macbeth? Are they big Shakespeare Shakespeare fans at Shimano? You know what I mean? Like no I love idea. the reasoning behind some of the naming that they do. Fish in the Southeast says the Macbeths are amazing. Been using them for two years. <clears throat> there you go. They look nice. It looks like a nice, nice big square bill. I'm definitely going to throw it. I should have threw it today on pool two. That would have been a good place for a square bill. In. So the guy I was fishing with, Mike, he was throwing a Excalibur square bill in a craw color, and he was catching them pretty good. And I was throwing a spinnerbait and catching them pretty good. So we we're kind of like one, one was throwing a crank, I was throwing a spinnerbait. But yeah, I, I, this absolutely would have got bit on the river today if I was throwing it. What's up, John? Jonathan? Came and got the troll motor today. Sold him, gave him a stellar deal on a Fortrex today that I won. Oh, my my tournament partner jumped in the chat, Josh. I see that. That's funny. What's up, Josh? I had to read Shakespeare in school. I know who it is. <laughs> I am not a Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, the ecstasy. I got an ecstasy. What do, you, do you know more about Shakespeare fishing rods and reels or Shakespeare the poet? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Neither. I am not a sh- I know Romeo and Juliet and I know Macbeth, but that's basically the only two Shakespeare plays that I actually have seen anything like I've seen the movies and I've seen the 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 plays and stuff. But outside of Shakespeare and outside of Macbeth, I, I don't or I'm sorry, outside of Romeo and Juliet and outside of Shakespeare, I don't know anything about other like Taming of the Shrew. I don't know. Like I think I've read it, I don't remember. But yeah, the ecstasy. So I consulted with you on which ecstasy I should buy. 
And you led me down the correct path. Thank you. Shouldn't be surprised. I, I asked the Dobbins whisperer which ecstasy I should buy. And uh, and it was a good good decision. And you got the 754 C. Four, right? four power. Yeah, the 754. So um yeah, I wanted I wanted something that kind of fits my my wheelhouse because then I can test it against other stuff that I have. And yeah, I I have been really happy with that rod. Really happy. I'm surprised that I would like it this much, but it, it is a really, really nice rod. For those that aren't in the know, Brian hasn't been the kindest or hasn't been the uh his critiques of other Dobbins rods haven't been as kind in the past. Now that not that it's been a, a large sample size either. It's basically one one other rod that you tried. Yeah, well, no, so I've 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 experimented with Dobbins over the years. Um the champions, they're okay. I don't like the HPs at all. I think the HPs for the price point are not great. The ecstasy though, I picked up from Omnia from our friends in Omnia and uh, I wanted to try cause people have been asking me for years to, you gotta try. You are, you are a gear snob. So it only makes sense why they would ask you. It is true. It was inevitable. So I picked up the XC and um, I will say I do like it. It's, it's, a it's uh, I've been fishing football jigs with it. I've been fishing j- just regular. I just been jigging with it in, la- in this fall and um, it's been fun to use. I know people might find this blasphemous, but I also am using the 894 NRX plus. And I kind of actually like the ecstasy a little better because they're both seven five jig rods. The the NRX 894 is a little more powerful. It's more for half ounce and plus. So you could go like half, five ace, three quarter. But like for for that half ounce range, the ecstasy is it's really, really nice for less money than the NRX plus, right? You know, over what the NRX plus is 630, 625, something like that, and the NRX. Or the ecstasy is five hundred, right? So over a hundred bucks less for the ecstasy. Um, it is. It's a nice stick. I'm going to be doing a video on it at some point. Hmm. Um, you have the eight. You have the seven fifty five. You got the heavier one. Yeah, it's Daniel. Like, I, feel, I feel like I see them on my chat in my YouTube studio, but I don't see them on the Streamyard. What's that? The the, the member icons. <clears throat> yeah, I got the 755, so one power heavier than what you have. Same what do you think of that rod? Tell me what you think. It's solid. I like it. It's. I feel like sometimes I almost set the hook too fast. Sometimes, like, I don't know. It's a little weird. Like, I mean, I like it. It's good, but I do feel like I miss a few more fish, and I'm wondering if I'm like on them too quick. <clears throat> but, um. It's overall, I mean, it's a good rod. I mean, I just don't. I mean, if you've got the money and you want to treat yourself, the ecstasies right. are sweet rods. But I have a hard time. I don't. I feel like I don't want to overpromote it and like hype it because I don't feel like anybody needs to spend five hundred fifty dollars. Like, no, absolutely. Is, not. Are you going to catch more bass because you buy an ecstasy instead of a champion? No. No. Like it's it's a it's a it's a treat yourself. I mean, yeah, it's a, it, yeah, oh. it's like a, if you like fancy things and you want fancy things to fish with, like, I mean, you would be much better off spending money on uh, a mega bass one ten over a right. $8 Walmart jerk bait. You're going to catch more fish because you buy, you spent the money on a one ten than splurging on a rod. Is it a really nice rod? 
yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a treat to fish with. <laughs> so I have moved on from the fact of like, you should spend money elsewhere. Like I look at stuff now as just a yeah. product. Like yeah. here's the product, like whether you should buy it or not to me is kind of irrelevant. Cause if you're looking at this, you probably have enough. Like if you're seriously looking at an XZ, you probably can afford it. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I, I don't like, I don't hang up too much about like, you shouldn't buy this because you could get five of the other things. Everybody's different. Right. But I try to just look at it as they produced a product and they are pricing it like this is the product worthy of the price point and does it perform as it should for that price point. Right. Like that's really the right. question. So, and, so and I don't have, I, I don't, I mean, I've, I've picked up a couple of their NRXs that other people have had. I've never owned an NRX. Right. Um, so like, I have a hard time saying that any rod is truly worth $500, $600. Mm-hmm. But if you compare it to other five, $600 rods and its price point, it stacks up. That's what you, you nailed it. So here's what I would say. After using an ecstasy for like the last month, it is as good as any of the rods in that $500 to $600 range. It's as good as Mega Bass P5s. It's as good as NRXs. It's as, it's, be, it's as good or better than at X Prides, which are like 300-ish. Like, I'm just saying like for, a, the, for the price point that it's punching at, it definitely is – it's good. Like you can say, yes, this is a high-end rod, I guess is my point. Like an ecstasy does definitely does live up to the price. Whether you want to pay that or not is a completely different question. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but you're not going to feel ripped off if you buy it and you're like, I don't know, you might feel it. I mean, everyone feels differently, right? But like to me, if you think like, oh, I want to spring for this, is this a good purchase? I can, I can absolutely say after using SC for a better part of a month, I, I would say yes, it, it's 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 acceptable for the price, which I didn't think I would say, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, you should put big game on it. <clears throat> big game. Yeah, I, 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 what I would, I would, one thing, a couple of things I noticed with the ecstasy. Number one, it is a really fast blank. Like there is not a lot of, at least in the one I have, there's not a lot of like moderate parabolic JDM style bend that you get with like a Mega Bass rod. It is straight fast. It's like power tip. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, got a good it, tip on it, but it gets into it fast. Yeah. Right. Like when I was watching a video, so I set the, I set a hook on like a three and a half ish pound smallmouth dragging a jig and i watched the video clip of where that rod flexes and it's literally just like just like this just the tip like the rod doesn't bow over at all it's just like tip that's it tm texting me about going fishing tomorrow are you gonna go the weather's good tomorrow i definitely want to get out at least once if not both days I kind of would like to maybe do a short, largey trip tomorrow and then maybe chase smallies on Sunday. But where I think... You, where are you going to go smallie chasing? Probably to a river. What's that? Probably to a river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to pool. Pool mm-hmm. two? Probably not there, but... but... It actually looks pretty good most of the week. Like, we should be... This weekend's looking gorgeous. Like, we get, we're in the 60s all week, so, like, smallies will definitely still be biting next weekend. And if you people are already talking about the wind reports on Malax on Sunday, Malax is going to be like pretty calm on Sunday. So if, if Sunday is decent 
weather plus decent wind, I think a lot of bass dudes are going to be running to Mille Lacs on. Go get yourself some Minnesota rigs at Omnia and head up to Mille Lacs. Get a, get a blade bait. Get a blade bait and a Ned rig and a Minnesota rig and go out. I don't think it's cold enough to even. No. I don't know if the blade bite is really kicking off yet, but why get the ecstasy over an NRX though? That's a good question. I would say that has to be a rod to rod comparison because there's a lot of great rods in the NRX line and there's a lot of eh, okay rods in the NRX line, which I'm guessing is probably the same. Um, but why? Well, ecstasy is cheaper, right? Like uh, over a hundred dollars cheaper than NRX. Um, what's, the, what's, the, what's the warranty? What is, I don't know what is Loomis's warranty replace or what are their what is, what's the NRX lifetime at least it has been so like free replacement no so they'll do a warranty replacement if it's a defect but if you are dumb and you just break it it's like 125 I want don't quote me on this but I think it's 125 dollars and you go on their website so this is this is I just, I replaced the NRX spinning rod uh, this summer. I broke it and I shut a door. I literally shut a car, my truck door and the butt of the rod was sticking out and it cracked it. So it was my fault. So you go to, you go to Loomis's portal. Mm-hmm. Um, you tell them you want a replacement. They actually send you the latest version of the rod. So they'll send you an NRX plus regardless. And then you put the old one in the tube and send it back. And if you send it back and they get it, you only get charged for the 125 or whatever it is to replace the rod. Um, but if you don't return it, they will ring up your credit card for the entire MSRP of the, of a new NRX. Does that make sense? Yeah. Ecstasy yeah. is the same. It's 125, basically the same program for an ecstasy. Yeah. So it's great. Cause I, I had a really old beat to crap NRX spinning rod that, and that's what I shut in the door handle. And for 125 bucks, I basically got the newest, latest, greatest version that was so to me, it was, I was actually kind of excited. I was like, oh, I get to replace this old beat up NRX with like the brand new latest, greatest one for 125 bucks. So yeah, they're probably really similar Dobbins and NRX as far as warranty goes. The XSC are getting Torzite guides, which are way better than the guides that are on the NRX. Uh, Torzite is the creme de la creme of Fuji guides. It's the best product they make. They're very expensive guides. One of the reasons uh, ecstasies are expensive because the guides alone almost cost $200. Um, so that's a win in the ecstasy department. You're getting way better guides than the rec uh, recoil guides on the NRX. Like as far as engineering and quality goes, they're, they're better. Nice. Um, yeah, we should. so we were going to talk about MLF, the five Ooh. fish. So Yes, uh, let's talk about that. Just before we get into that, I do have some Arsenal stuff for the new people. We'll be giving away, regardless, some boomsticks, punch rig, buff, flex fit hat. And then you said if we get to 100 likes in my channel, which I'm seeing 75. We're close. So we need 25 more likes. If we get there, you're giving away. I will go down into my personal 110 collection. I'll even do it live. I'll just run down real quick and I will select a vision 110 jerkbait from a respect drop and we'll, I'll give away a limited edition. Something that has value on the aftermarket. Like it's worth more than the $25 that it was to purchase it. All right, cool. So yes, let's talk about it. So for those that don't know earlier this week, while I was 
either on the way home from Mexico or still in Mexico, they announced that they are going from the every fish counts to a five fish limit. Now they're still going to keep their live way release. I think they're also tweaking the way they do their knockouts and those rounds. They're not going to always reset. I don't know. There's, it's a little bit different, um, but that's the big change. Um, it, they also, it was so like, if you follow back a couple weeks ago, they were, there was a lot of them on Instagram and social media that were like, what do you guys think? What should, right. They like did these like social media questions. Uh, a lot of the, the anglers did. And then right. Like two weeks ago, there was an actual poll on the major league fishing website. And last time I remember seeing it was like, 52% every fish counts, 48% five fish limit. It was like within a couple of percentage points, but the one time I looked, I want to say every fish counts was still leading. Um, and I guess there's been a lot of discussion on this. And I know after listening to a few other interviews with like Jordan Lee and a few other people, it sounds like several of the anglers were pushing for it, like the angler committee or their their angler committee. Right. The majority of the anglers wanted to go five fish. Now, I'm not sure why their motivation is. I know in Jordan Lee's interview, he thought it would relate more to the core, you know, roots, grassroots, the, the traditional bass fishing fan. That's what Jacob said in his video, too, basically. Yeah. So, which is interesting, but the whole premise of BPT <laughs> rewind four years ago was changing the game, reaching new audiences. It was the purest form of the game. It was right, the right, new right. way to fish, right? Like they had all of this stuff. So now in just four years, they're already back reeling all the way to the point, which I feel like is a little bit, I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. It kind of feels like they're grasping at straws. To some degree, I feel like they have switched too much too fast. And I don't think they're really giving it time. Like, I know some of the tradition, like, some people get MLF. Like, I think to the outside angler, the new angler, MLF makes sense. It's like linear. It's, 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 you know, it's like, it's like basketball. You just, how many points can you score? Right. Like it's right. like an NBA game. Uh, but for the traditional fishing fan, it's like confusing in their, you know, they're like, wait, you, you fish two days and then you reset. And then if you win, you go to the end and like, right. Like, so it's like, and they keep, and, and so part of it, I like that they tweak and they're trying to improve it, but I also feel like they're ch- changing too much too fast that they're not actually giving things a chance. Like I feel like they're kind of keep disrupting the apple cart on themselves versus building the brand and the right really sticking to it. Right. Um, so, no, you summarized everything really well. So that's that's great. Um, no, I moving too fast is interesting. Um, some might say that's a negative, but some people might say that's a positive. Um, in business, typically moving fast and making quick decisions and changing course is sometimes a plus right? Like it it can help your business, right? Like sometimes you want to be stuck in something that isn't working, right? Like, so you could say like, oh, they're changing too quick as a pejorative, which is a great argument. You could totally say like, are they letting this format simmer long enough to really see the the fruits of that? Uh, But also you could say maybe they have data that says something needs to change now, right? I, What's interesting, I, I saw a lot of people like comment when this came out of like, 
oh, they're getting MLF is losing to Bass and they need to change course to keep up or whatever. Gotta remember, none of them post any of their statistics. <laughs> well, even in it, like if you go BPT is impossible to look up results and statistics like you can see who the placement but you can't see their weights you can't see like that's not what i'm exactly talking about i'm talking about like you don't know how many people are actually watching and engaging with either of the streams or any of their websites or any of their products right so like they have they have all the numbers like bass knows exactly how many people watch and, and are engaged in their streams whether how long they're watching how many comments they make how many times people share things you gotta remember companies collect data on everything now especially these kind of companies right they're media companies essentially right so bass and mlf they both know their audience they know the data all of it's got to be there right how many people are streaming how many people are staying how long people are engaged when they're streaming what are they doing with the streams are they sharing it to people are they liking it are they making comments engagement numbers none of that is public cuz all of that is information they use to attract advertisers and to set rates so when they go and pitch hey you should advertise on our platform because look at all of our numbers They'll show the numbers to advertisers, but guess what? They got to sign NDAs. So they can't actually, like, I'm sure they have packages of reports that say exactly how many people are watching, how much engagement they have. They show it to people who are going to spend money with them, but then you can't talk about it. So when people react to, like, anything on Bass or MLF and they go, oh, it's because side A or B is losing or not doing as well. Nobody knows that except for the people who have access to that data, which is probably a very small amount of people. So like I get a little irritated when people go, oh, this is a sign that MLF is like losing to Bass and they want to just copy them and, you know, whatever. Maybe nobody knows. Like none of us have access to any of this data, right, of like how they're doing. Like all of that is private. They're private companies. They don't have stockholders. They don't have to provide financials to anybody. They're private. They're privately held companies. So I just want to get that out there. It's like, mm-hmm. stop assuming everyone, stop assuming you know what's going on in the books of any of these companies. Nobody does. So that being said, I think, Rich, I think like they read the tea leaves of what the community wants. So you said Bass or MLF put out a thing on their website. All of the MLF, MLF anglers, like the big names, put out their own polls, right? So I think if say you're a say you're a pizza shop and you make pizza and you pull all of your customers, you say, "Do you like our pizza? Would you rather us do this?" And if they all say this, you'd be kind of dumb not to go do the other thing, right? Yeah. So if they have a whole bunch of data that says their audience wants them to switch formats, why wouldn't they listen? Maybe they have a lot of data that says this is the best. Maybe. And I, and I guess, you know, we don't know how they collected the data. I mean, like, but it's see, like, I don't, I don't feel like I, I definitely watch more bass live than I do BPT, but I don't feel like I don't watch BPT because of the scoring system. Okay. That's interesting. I watch, I don't, I feel like it rubs me the wrong way because I don't really like the way they do their edits and their cuts and like, they don't, they spend less time. Like it's more about just like hook set fish catch way hook set fish. Like there's not bass definitely lets it like breathe more, right? Like there's definitely more and much what some people may not like, right? Like some people want, you know, they, from my understanding, they intentionally went to this like 
action, fish catch, fish catch, fish catch, cut, cut, like, right? Because they wanted to appeal to a new audience, right? They wanted to be more mainstream. They wanted to get to the soccer moms and the, which maybe was soccer fool's moms. gold. Maybe that was fool's gold, right? But that no, was no soccer mom is ever watching. Bastards. But you know what I'm saying, right? They were trying to reach yeah. like, a new, younger, right? A new market. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that watch right NFL that don't play football, right? But there's not a lot of people that watch fishing that don't fish. So right. they're like, can we reach an audience that will watch this? just from an entertainment competition standpoint that maybe aren't mm-hmm. necessarily into fishing. And now it seems like in just four years, they have like completely backpedaled on that. And I don't know that just five fish is going to save it. I think the people that don't like it's like, I think other things like the six day tournament takes forever. It's way it's too done. long to follow. It's like, really long. Um, you know, the way they do their cuts and edits and their commentary. And it, I think that is more to do with it than other things. Um, so I don't think this is going to be like a silver bullet for them. So you're assuming they need a silver bullet, right? Maybe I, they don't. Yeah, they might not. Like they might just be literally, hey, let's keep playing with the format, experiment and see what the results are. I mean, a lot of companies, whether it's, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean this is specific to MLF, but a lot of companies are now like the bit, the, 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 the way business is approached nowadays is different. Like everyone's like, let's move fast, react to data, react to conditions and adjust as we go. Instead of we're going to build this thing. And if people don't buy it, we're just going to keep building the same thing. Right. So I will say to MLF's credit, that they're asking the community and they're making changes based on, I'm guessing, the reaction of the community and the data they've collected on that. So to, to MLFs plus, I would say they're they're taking a swing, right? And they must have data to back this up. I'm, I'm guessing this wasn't just a decision that they made like willy-nilly. Like no business decisions are these days. Everything's but data. They also think potentially... They did attract, and, like, and, I, and part of the reason I invited you on tonight, because there have been times where you have been on Instagram or Facebook or social media right? and pl- applauded them for some of their coverage, some of their lives, some of the action for their scoring system, for the drama it created. I'm a fan of it, yeah. Like in, more times than not, I've seen you say, I liked what I saw in BPT today. And other times you'd be like, Bass was so boring today. Oh, Bass can be super boring and Bass knows they're boring because they cut away from stuff. And then they like everyone pats Bass on the back for their coverage. When if you really kind of look at some of the sections of it, it's a lot of like replays, like rewinds. Like there's a lot of times they're not showing what's actually happening because there's not much happening. I I think like Bass's um, format is, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it unless there's actually like stuff going on. But like, yeah, I, I, I criticize Bass a little bit. I think their board format and their, their coverage can be a little stale, kind of gets boring after a while. Um, and I think to me, the biggest, ben- and this is actually a negative of how they've changed the format on MLF. It's one of the biggest cool things about MLF is when you watch when they get to the end of like knockout rounds where people are literally going to get cut and you got like those guys that are in that, like those four anglers that are kind of wedged up in that cut line. One one or two catches in the last five minutes will literally bump them up and knock someone else out, and their fishing is over. Bass doesn't have that. I think that is one of the coolest things about MLF. And then I mean, the only time they would have it is at like their Lake Fork tournament. 
where you can see right. that. I think live scoring is awesome. I'm a big fan of it. And I think that, but, but they're changing to the five fish format where it's weights now. So catching one or two fish in the last three minutes won't matter. Unless they're big ones, it's not going to matter. Exactly. They already have 15 pounds and they have five, three pounders and a guy catches three, two pounders in the last two minutes. It's literally going to be, well, that doesn't help throw it back. So so as a, (laughs) as an MLFM, I'm a little miffed that that's, you got to think of like arrows, like in a quiver, right? So they're taking an arrow out. That was, you get this drama in the last 10 minutes of an event where any fish they catch could have, could knock someone out of the tournament. So they're taking that out of their quiver, but they're putting in an arrow of most people who said they don't like MLF is because it's not a five fish format. So they're kind of like robbing Peter to pay Paul a little bit yeah. where they're like, they're taking away some of the cool stuff that they built up that, that is actually really um, in, enticing and fun to watch. They're getting rid of that, and now they're saying, hey, this one number one complaint you had about us is no longer a complaint. So it's like is that's a risk that they're taking, right? Yeah, that's what I, I feel like. I think they could have – I have some ideas, and I think how they could have. So I think what they wanted to do is listening to the Jordan Lee interview on uh, last earlier this week or last week with uh, Matt Pangrak on BTL. It was really they wanted to make – their format more relatable to the core audience, which is the five fish, right? Right. And I know there was like heartburn from the the Louisiana tournament was every fish counts. And like, right. The winner, somebody would have like nine fish for like 50 pounds and their best five were actually like 28 or 32, which is like, right. Like in a five fish tournament, somebody has 20, 32 pounds. That's like headlines, right? Like that's, that's a big deal. That's impressive. But when it was nine fish for 43, even though that five for 28 was tucked in there, it was kind of like, right? So there was some of that. I think they could have paid homage to the five fish and highlighted it without giving up. Um, So I I think they could have got – I mean, the whole thing about them is they're supposed to be creative, right? So, like, to me, what I would have done is, like, created a five fish daily bonus or big five daily bonus right like right. you know what I mean? like so like thing. you have like a side thing or a different tracker so you could see right like and so like even like maybe you're out of it right like wheeler's caught 37 two and a half pounders he's got 70 pounds second place is like 30 pounds right and then you got this guy down maybe he's caught like four fish for 18 pounds and if he gets like one more four pounder, he's going to win the big right. ass or bonus or, you know, the big bag or five big five limit of the day. Right. And like, that's a, a thousand bucks or right. That's a, like right. an opportunity to create a sponsor segment. They can have the, you know, the arsenal fishing, you know, you. big five bonus of the day. Right. Or whatever. Like, and then they could have like a cumulative, you know, like how they, like, cause they think they, the thing they do with the heavy hitters is brilliant. Right. Where they take your big fish, yeah. they can have a, a different tracker for the big five, right? And they could have that side thing so you could see, like, it gives more angles, right? Like you said, you like the cut thing, right? Well, now you can watch the cut thing. You can watch the top of the leaderboard. You can watch the big five bonus thing, which is a different, right? Like, gives you more angles to cut to to create drama. And then they could do, like, right. a year-long thing where it's, like, the big five bonus. Maybe it gets you into the knockout round if you win the big five, or it gets you into heavy hitters because you were the best big five fisherman of the year, or gets you into red crest, or right? Like they could have totally made it relatable and tracked the five and still stayed true to their every fish counts. What you're saying now sounds so obvious. (laughs) 
you should be working for one for for mls because that makes sense keep the format you have track the five biggest fish and then you can do all sorts of cool shit with the five biggest fish like the 10 things you just described can i throw another curveball at you i was thinking about this on the drive home from pool two why five like MLF, yeah, that was the other thing. Alley, had the the biggest bag. They could go six, ten, twenty. Like exactly. I, mean? like, I think they, they could have they could have went Y five. They could have went eight. They could have went ten. They could have moved like just like they had the minimum moving target, right? They could be like they could have tailored it much like they tailor the minimum weight, right? When it's a tough right. when it's a when it's Smith Lake, they go to one eight or one twelve. When it's Lake Fork, they do three pounds, right? Like right, right. they could be like, well. Louisiana in March is going to be stingy. Let's do a five or a seven fish limit. And then, right, when they right. go to Champlain in June, well, let's do a 20 fish. Right? Then yes. they could be like, we test our anglers at all the levels of all the different ways, right? Like they could like market that, that like our anglers have to learn to fish all of the formats and they have to excel in all kinds of scenarios, right? When when you are not putting the fish physically in a live well, the number of fish you're tracking and their weights doesn't matter. Like at all. Did I break up there for a second? Nope. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, you're right. Why five shouldn't be a limitation. Like you shouldn't be married to five. You like you, like you're saying, you could change the number to anything. Yeah. 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 I think they missed the boat on what they could have done. Um, Boy, Duck is not liking the stream to get back under 100, I think. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I got too many jerk baits. I'm fine giving one away. That's that's good. I, the question is going to be, I'm going to go down and look, and which one do I come back with is going to be an interesting re- revelation. Because the other thing is, like now that I feel like if this doesn't appeal to their core or what they think their core audience or now then where do they go are they going to like two years now they're going to go back to every like then it's going to be like oh my gosh like this is just like embarrassing you know what i mean like i feel like they've really put themselves in a box if it doesn't work the way they want it to right no i (laughs) that's true because like the one criticism they had was they're not a five fish format now they are what do you pivot to if this doesn't work i guess but the thing is uh, we keep making assumptions things aren't working at mlf right like we don't know well i mean we do know that they did require the anglers to pay entry fees because it wasn't as profitable as they wanted that is pretty clear so i mean not saying that they're in trouble but they definitely aren't making as much money as they hope to be making two years into it when the third year they started paying entry fees so that right pretty undeniable so, yeah, that's really – no, you make good points. Really good points. I'm not I, saying I, that they're going to be tackle trap next year, but um. – Oh, we, <laughs> let's not – let's not oh, – we can't use tackle trap as an example of a failure. Is that like the verb? Oh, they went tackle trap on it. It's too mean. That's too – it's too fresh. We gotta, we'll wait a little while for that one. We love tackle trap. Go buy stuff on their website right now. Help, help them count. But, no, I, you, you make really good points. I think – what's – it's interesting. It's like when I said like Rob Peter to pay Paul, it's like where they're taking away something they built. That's really cool, but they're replacing it with something that everybody obviously wants. So 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Now, does everybody now who like? I got a question. Everybody doesn't want. I feel like they are going to lose some of the people. There are people that definitely preferred the BPT, and there was mm. a different group of people they were reaching. Now, are those people going to be, you know, when it, when it alienated, and are they going to lose the traction they gained there? It's entirely possible. Can I? I have a question for you. So, will here's my question to the crowd. You as well. People who didn't watch BPT because they weren't super into the Every Fish Counts format, are you going to start watching more now that they've changed the format and it's like, oh, let's see how this works out? Like, are you going to actually watch some more of their tournament coverage next year? That's an interesting question. Like, if you didn't already watch much of it, are you are you planning to watch more at least the first two tournaments? I would say only if they markedly change the commentary, their editing, their cut style, and that. Okay, goes. what what would what 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 don't you like about the commentary? I don't know. It just I don't vibe with it. I don't know. Like it doesn't. Like usually, if I have Bass live on, the sounds on. If I have BBT on, it's almost always muted. Is it well? well they have three hosts: the Marty Stone, uh, JT Kinney, and then what's the 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 football announcer guy with the really good voice? I forgot JT his name. Suit guy. He's great. I love him. He's good. You got to have a guy who can just deliver the ads and be the the really good radio. A lot of people don't like him. A lot of people don't like Stone. Bass has that guy too. What's his name? The guy who does all the intros and outros on Bass. He's not like a Bass fisherman, but he's the voice. Like the guy. Tommy Sanders. Tommy Sanders. Everybody loves Tommy Sanders. Oh, he's okay, I guess. But my point is, um, if they made like a change in the panel, would that make you happy? Like which which person don't you like? Which one? I, do you I want don't to know have? if it's as much as the commentaries. It's just like I don't feel like there's a lot of like analysis. We don't really like sit down. The pros don't hmm. like talk about like like you know. I like it when Paul Mueller talks about his deep cranking setup and he walks right. you through what he's doing. And when when Paulinek talks about his Nico rig or when you know Third Zaldane point. talks about swim baits or whatever. Like I feel like. Um, Wait on the water or after the fact when like they come during out? the tournament while they're during. fishing. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh they could probably let anglers sit and talk about their stuff a little more because they do they do kind of smash cut into fish catches a lot on um BPT yeah. for sure. I think BBT would be wise to stop trying to take bass on head on head on scheduling conflicts. I don't think they're winning those very often. <laughs> I <laughs> The, the the whole scheduling stuff is stupid. Like you got you got open water all year round, and when they when they do book on top of each other, it doesn't make any sense. I agree. As long as it stays a week long, I'll never watch it. And my boss is a head official. Little Mitch says he watched more MPFL than he did BPT. I didn't watch a single minute of MPFL. This I watched year. more the first year. I didn't really watch any this year. I'm with you. I watched the first year to kind of experiment, but I I didn't watch a single second of it. I watched because I think the first year weren't they on YouTube? I don't know if they were on YouTube this year. They were, I think. Okay, that's a good question. I know they had. A, I always went to their website, the NPFL website. So, can we call out? There's one thing that cracks me up about the NPFL is their ridiculously giant trophy. Well, people like that. The giant shield trophy that's like this big. So I actually made a joke about their trophy and how big it was, and they banned me off their. Um, I, I am banned on the uh, NPFL Instagram account because I made a crack about their trophy. And 
So I can't post on any NPFL stuff, FYI. I think the people that uh, think that Wheeler's still not going to win most of the tournaments are going to be sadly disappointed. I think Wheeler's going to kick the shit out of everybody no matter what. <laughs> He's just really good. DC dominating. Okay, Rich, I got a quick question for you. Did you watch DC and uh, his Malax footage at all? I haven't, no. He was doing something on Malax that I thought was really great. He was drop shotting a TRD. Have you guys have you looked into this at all? Like drop shotting a Ned. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! He wasn't drop shotting the Guggen rattling Ned. No, he wasn't. Ooh. If you, it, I'm subscribed to some like bass newsletters, and people took pictures of his rigs on his boat, and it was not the rattling Ned. It was just a regular old Z-Man TRD. But my point is, the drop shotting of the Ned bait is a favorite of Dustin Connell and I've been doing it and my buddy Josh has been doing it. We've been catching fish like smallmouth. Absolutely. 100% eat a drop shot. TRD mm-hmm. it works hundred percent, but you have to like, I wish I had a hook in the bait, but you got to run the hook through the net. So you don't like hook it on the head. You run the hook down the middle of it. You thread it on, you thread it on, get that hook down through the middle of the net. And then you just literally just do nothing. You throw it out there and you let it sit and smallmouth eat it it works 100 yeah the 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 the, lo- the length of fl bpt tournaments is definitely too long way so too like gravy says if it starts to look more like bass he's out so like and like the people that already like bass aren't like intrigued so i feel like this isn't gonna go well but i could be wrong like so here why i disagree with their decision i do not want to see mlf fail I do not want to see BBT. No, I don't either. It will be great. bad for tournament fishing and bad for the sport if they fail. I agree. I, I, I will still to this day profess that the end goal of BPT and MLF is to buy bass. I have I, At some point, I've, I've predicted this from day one, is that the Cronky Empire, like the businesses that own MLF are billionaires, and they will at some point – purchase bass and they will all smush smush into one company. That is my prediction. I don't know when it's going to happen, but at some point they will try to devalue bass enough to make them a acquirable company. And I think at some point MLF will own bass. That's my prediction. I'm going on record right now. I don't know. I agree. That's what I agree. That's what they hope to do. I don't know that they're getting much traction in there, but they have more money than everybody. So true. But those people also got to have a lot of money by making good business decisions. I'll put it if they can't prove that the product they have now can't make money, they're not going to acquire another okay. one. They just cut a tour from FLW because it was bleeding money. So yeah, well, that was a dumb, dumb tour. Anyway, I'll say this. If you look, the people who own MLF own the Colorado Rockies, the LA Rams, multiple premier league teams, they're billionaires that own MLF. The company that owns Bass does print media. And fireworks. <laughs> and fireworks. Who's going to win in the money fight? The, the, the gods that own MLF or the rinky-dink print media company? They own like Whataburger, right? Oh, no, wait. What is the burger chain that the company that owns Bass owns? Um, I want to say it's either – it's like Whataburger. I think uh, it is Whataburger. Yeah, right. But my point is, you're talking billionaires versus millionaires. 
I'm always going to say the billionaires will probably win in the end. Just, just obvious uh, business 101 right there. This is probably the most astute question of the night right here. What's that? Whatever what happened? happened I like Natty. She was great. Why didn't they? Yeah, they, they used her on the first year, and then they either she left or they let her go. I don't know the story. I don't know anything about that. But, yeah, Natty was awesome. Why aren't there more girls or women involved with any Bass media? It's ridiculous. There you go. Natty's the new Laura Shera on Do North Outdoors, I guess. I don't know. I think it's a big miss with uh, inclusion on both Bass and MLF. They could maybe diversify themselves a little bit, have some women. Why not? Like, women fish too? It, it is ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I... Uh... I guess I don't know if there's much more to say, but I think they're I think they're missing the mark personally, and we'll see. <clears throat> I think they could have done a lot of things. They should have called me. They should have called Hellabass. They should. Me. Bass should be using well, they drop they name drop you once in a while on their streams. Ronnie does, yeah. <laughs> you and Ronnie are like foils, best friends. I can't Frenemies. tell frenemies. <laughs> yeah. So how did your um, beat Hellabass? Let uh, let's Change lanes a little bit. How'd your beat Hellabass fantasy thing go with Bass this year? Oh, I was the top pundit. Really? Yeah. I didn't, in, I didn't in, the tradition, in the traditional game, I was the top pundit. And then Ronnie beat me by like 40 points and during the lake. So did you get anything by being the top pundit? No, just to get to talk trash in the email group. <laughs> they should have had a prize for top pundit. That's awesome though. So you beat all of so you out fantasied all of the bass broadcast talent. Uh I don't know. I can't see all them. Like I can't see like so the the pundits are Coy Greathouse, uh Emily Hand, <coughs> uh, Pete Robbins, uh Jesse. What's Jesse's last name? Kyle, oh, sorry, Kyle Jesse. Those are the official pundits that write the articles, and then okay. Ronnie was in that group. Got um, it. I would like to see how you went against like Zona and some of those other folks. They probably didn't even get their lineups in. <laughs> no, they don't care. I, don't, I doubt Zona or any of those guys are actually filling out fantasy uh, rosters. Well, supposedly, uh, Tommy Sanders was leading the country for a while. Really? That's that's awesome. I don't, know I, if he, dude, I don't know if he held on towards the end or not, but he was strong early on. I get super excited to do Bass Fantasy for about the first four tournaments. And then by about the fifth tournament, I forget it about it. And then after that, I, I every single year, I like, I'm super into it. The first like three, four tournaments, because it's winter here and there's not much else to do. So I, I like actually take a crack at it. And then once summer rolls around, I can go out and fish. I just totally forget about it. You know, if you subscribed to a channel that had YouTube videos about fancy fishing and turn your notifications on, you wouldn't forget. Shameless plug. I, I, do, I have watched, I do watch some of your fantasy. I watch some of them early in the season. And when I forget about it, then I, my, 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 my fantasy is blown up and it doesn't matter anymore. So I don't watch them. But it is cool that you've carved out the niche of being the, the, um, the fantasy pundit guy. I think that's pretty awesome. I wish – here's the thing. I would get way more interested if you could bet on it. Like, if you could actually put real money into this, like, I don't know why you can't bet on fishing yet. 
You know well, what I mean? That, real money. That, that was the one angle that I thought would have been cool. Right. For MLF because they're tied to Bally's and even their game set was powered by Bally's bets, but it never really was integrated in the way where you could like do like a daily fantasy or a monkey fight or any of those types of games, uh, which would make it up. And honestly, I don't know if you, any for the people that tried, I did the whole year of MLF. I missed a couple of the late events, but yeah, you were, their you were game committed. was so bad. Really? You couldn't do any research in it. You couldn't sort the anglers. You couldn't, like, once you went, like, you had three games, right? So it was, like, predictor game, traditional tackle warehouse pro circuit, traditional BPT. Once you went into it, there was no way to navigate back up to the three. You literally had to go back into the URL wow. and type Major League Fishing or FantasyFishing.com to, like, I could go, I could give you a top ten list the way that their game was so hard to navigate. It was, like, there was no way, so I could create a private group <sighs> and I couldn't send out invites. I had to create a code and then you have to enter a code to get in. Like not. And then, but there was no way for me to contact the people in my group. So I couldn't get a hold of the winners. other than if they watched the videos, like, I mean, I, it's so bad. Another reason I'm not that into, if they had a better fantasy game, I would pay attention to their fishing more. Did you read, did you give them any feedback or did they watch any, like did anybody from MLF contact you about your criticisms? Because you think they should, right? Like, here's someone who who actually used it, made content about it, and has thoughts and opinions, and they they haven't. I literally made a video on like why is MLN fancy fishing so bad. <laughs> I did I did see that. So, but my my question is, you got you've heard nothing from MLF on any of that. Mm-hmm. That's them being lazy, to be honest. Like they they should be listening to you. You you know what you're talking about, and you have legitimate. Feedback and criticism. They literally did nothing. There was no CI, no improvement through the whole year. I mean, like simple things. We just want a link. Like just right. put, that's easy. Like any like an intern could go in there and edit the link. I'm guessing that once the game got built, I don't know. They decided not to put any more money into it. They didn't want to pay the company that set it up and to, to add yeah. some links. Like we probably, I don't know. It's it was probably forgotten about, which sucks. But yeah, I mean, don't do any more content about it. It's their loss, right? Like if, if people, if YouTube content creators aren't going to support or even care about your platform, then you got a problem, right? You know what I mean? Like you can't I kind of still want to do it in case they get into the actual, like the Bally bet actually integrates. Because then I think the right. degenerates will pour in and I want to be the person there to feed them video content. I'm not going to hold my breath on on gambling integrations going on anytime soon, which is, which is what they should do. Cause here's the thing, Rich guys are running around with a hundred thousand dollar plus rigs with hundred thousand dollar trucks with $5,000 of tackle and everything. A lot of these guys could probably afford to bet 20, 30 bucks here and there on fishing. Like I'm just saying like, yeah, that are paying 200, $500 entry fees on weekends to tournaments. Like there's, yeah, there's clearly exactly. money. In Anybody that fishes that. tournament fishing is already a degenerate gambler, whether they want to admit it or not. <laughs> that, is, that is the most truthful thing we've said in the last hour. But my point is these like, why like this is a huge missed opportunity to have online gambling for these tournaments. hundred percent. And you should be, Hellebash should be the number one source for gambling and betting information on fantasy fishing. Like, I was I was telling you from the start, it's like if they if they ever let you make legitimate bets on fantasy fishing, 
you've already built the platform to to be the pundit for that. Like it, it's right there in front of everybody. That's that's the long play. But these these betting sites need to understand that there's an audience for this and people who have money that want to spend money on this stuff. Hundred percent. Is it what I'm curious what people think? Are 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 is the audience that's watching this now? What we got? We got almost 150 people. Are are they we actually had more than that for a while? Here's my question. We should put this in a poll. Are you more like are you more positive on BPT now that they made the change? Or do you not care? So like, I, did, I did. I did put in a poll in my, and I said, should have BPT have oh yeah, changed okay. the five fish? Fifty eight percent said yes. Forty two percent no. So yeah. So that means that people are happy they made the change. At least more than half. Slightly. Yeah. I mean that's that's enough to say that they maybe. I, I didn't vote. I would have voted no. Interesting. You know, my thing is, is like, I, I just think any business, if you poll your customers and they say you should be doing this thing that you're not doing, you're a dumb business if you don't say, okay, we'll do that. Like you have to listen to your customers, right? Or they could have done what I said they should have done. Why am I talking? Go get the 110. Fine. So the bento <laughs> box this month has a... Exclusive right, so you didn't box. finish your bento box. Why don't you finish? You only showed okay. us what? One beta of the bento box. All right. Actually, here, I'm going to throw the baits out at you, and I want to hear your opinion on these baits. There's actually one bait in here that I really want to hear your opinion on, okay? All right, so this is the Hookup Tackle monthly subscription box. It's exclusive. They only have a certain it's amount of boxes. It's 100 bucks a box, right? It's $100 for the Hookup Tackle's monthly subscription box, and it's invite only. You can't just go buy this right now. They you have could it. originally, right? They had an original window where you could sign up for it, and since then, if someone drops out, They'll bring people in who are on like the wait list, but that's it. So it's it's exclusive. All right. I've never bought a bento box. Full disclosure. Do you want me to go with the? I'm going to go with plastics first. Okay. So we saw the Macbeth crankbait. Oh yeah, we already saw the Macbeth. There's three packages of plastics in this box. I'm going to go with a Mega Bass one first. This was in the bento box this month. The tournament crawler. So this is a finesse worm. It's four and a half inches, but it's really thin. It's tiny, teeny tiny little worm. What do you think? Look at how it's super soft. You can see just on my finger. Overpriced zoom drop shot worm. Fair enough. It's a lot thinner than the zoom finesse worm, though. Like the zoom finesse worm is pretty chunky. This not is a big drop shot guy. Not getting excited about drop shot worm in a hundred dollar box. Fair enough. Fair enough. This is I love it. You trash this box. Go ahead. Like JDM plastics, I definitely don't get excited about because I, I'm more likely to invest in JDM or high end hard baits. I do not like to invest in high end soft baits because you burn through them, you rip through them. Fair, fair point. Okay, this is a brand called Noiki, I believe. They are Japanese. This, this has the. I feel like Berkeley discontinued a bait that shape five years ago. Okay. The, Do you saber know what the name of this bait is the saber bug was discontinued more than five years ago. <laughs> so the name of this bait is I'm not even making this up. Can you read that? The donkey boo. The donkey boo. It's called the donkey boo. It's a very very small crayfish it's a, bait. It's a Ned rig. Or drop shot. You could drop shot this. It's real small. Or a finesse jig. But yeah. 
it's so basically a baby brush hog missing some of its appendages. It's extremely brush hoggy with the flappy, with the little tentacles coming down the middle. This is where I make a uh, Randy Blocket video. I'm like, how to make a baby brush hog into a $20 JDM plastics. Here, rip this off, uh, double the price. Here's your JDM brush hog. So these are three inch. Is there a three inch baby brush hog? If you rip off the bottom tentacles, sure. Well, they made a three inch that you That's don't you just cut. You just, I probably got some baby. Let's make one here, right? All right. <laughs> this is why I love Rich. So, Rich, we have a baby brush hog. Let's measure it here. So, a full baby brush hog. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. You, you got to make is, it into the donkey do. Yeah. Is, uh, I guess, four and a quarter inches. And you said this is what? Three, three. inches? But look at the donkey do. There you go. I ripped the tails off. Oh, like the this. donkey do has smaller little. Yeah, look right there. They're right there. See them? All right. So there. Right. Oh, wait, you you? Okay, okay, okay. Let me get my Arsenal <laughs> battle braid. Okay, okay, okay. All right. We'll trim these back a little bit so you get a little bit more flare on your. There you go. How many baits are in this package? There you go. There it is. All right. You got your version of the donkey do. There, there it is. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. And you get uh, 12 of these for $3.99. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Six. There is a tiny brush hog that is already three inches as well. But it would be a little thin. I think there's seven baits in this. I don't know what the MSRP is. Probably like $9.99. Can I read you the copy that's on the package of this bait? It's really sure. great. Okay. So it says, this is the donkey do. It says, experience amazingly marvelous materials by yourself, period. That is the craftsman quality. Read the read the copy. Craftsman and, of injected molded plastics. It's not like that, they can't afford. That is the craftsman quality. Period. I, I love translations on this stuff. It's not like they're handmade. They're injected molded. It says, it says, random package, the soul of craftsmanship on this bait. All right, maybe I'll find one plastic you like. <laughs> okay, ready? This one's actually pretty cool. The OSP Dole Live Shrimp in the six inch. Take it this out. This is a big bait. I'm gonna. I, I'm. I already know what I'm gonna throw it on. I'm curious what you say. So this is a big old. Um, so the flappy appendages go down and then also reverse, but then you have look at this. You got tentacles on the front. Little flappy arms on the back. It what reminds me of a gambler bacon ride on steroids. What do you think of that one? So this is like this is you like you are gonna throw this on a free rig. No, it's way oh. too big. This is gonna be a Carolina rig bait, hundred percent. This is this is kind of like in the ten inch worm category. Yeah, I would throw a um, missile baits. What is it called? Destroyer instead. This is oh good pull. This is very destroyer like. You're that's a really I forgot about the, the, the destroyer. I don't have any, but I'll pull some up. This is very destroyer like. Good rich. Good pull. Does Omni not carry the missile baits destroyer? I don't think they do. You might have oh. to go to Taco Warehouse. Guess take how many Jacob Rose. Guess how many of these destroyer. you get in a package from OSP? Just take five. a guess. Yep, five. <laughs> You're right. It's always an odd number, and it's always less than you would hope for more than you'd want to pay. 
So yeah, these are probably ten bucks a package, like every OSP. Oh no, they do. Wait, they have the yeah, it's right here. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five. No, wait, wait, yeah, five. So save yourself some money, people. Go to (laughs) omniafishing.com. Use the code down below. Hold it up. Okay, wait. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say it's exactly, but it's close. But on a Carolina rig, it'll do the same thing. Yeah, this, one, this doesn't have curly appendages. Five sixty nine. You get have... you only get six per pack. So these are about a buck a piece. And how much are those? Those are probably two bucks a piece. These are ten dollars for a pack for OSP usually. So you get five for ten. Here you get six for six. So they're they're half the cost. Yeah, but do you and want? You can get them at Omnia in two days, and you don't have to worry about the hookup tackle being out of them. But here's the thing: Do you want curly? Or do you want straight? I, I can take these and make them straight. <laughs> oh, this is great. I love you, Rich. This is funny. All right. So or the, the Reaction Innovations Man Bear Pig would also be a good one. Man Bear Pig is pretty similar, I guess, as well. Anyway, I got me some. Want, we or- might have to do a literally a live reaction to the bento box every month. People are loving this. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Let's do it. People Nick says it looks like a Guggen trench hog. All right, so we got the so we got the the baby brush hog wannabes. We got the just use a zoom finesse worm. Yep, swamp crawler. Right, and then we got the just get a stupid destroyer. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I'm 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 not gonna I'm not disagreeing with you on any of this. All right. So far, so far, we've spent. Uh, with my code less than twenty dollars at Omnia, and probably what, got way more baits. Here's the bait that's going to break your brain. This is, I've never heard of this until I got the box. Read this: the RC flatback jig from Depths. Is it tungsten? I don't know. It's half ounce, so it's a it's a it's a rodeo. It's it's like a Depths plus rodeo craft. So it's like two brands. Heavy cover together. and weed through swimming. So it's a swim jig. You tell me. So it's got a ridiculously giant trailer. I'm sorry, skirt. So it's this is the head. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. Kind so, of a modified Arky swim jig. Yep. But look at the skirt on this thing. It's got two stages to the skirt. Yeah, like they, they made spinner baits like that. Right. So it's got a pretty significantly small ish hook like the hook on this thing look at it's it's got a real long bend to it but it doesn't stick out very far and then also this brush guard is really stiff like this is i'm pushing out on this pretty hard mop jigs do similar haircuts on their skirts mop jig oh that's a good comparison this is definitely mop jig ish it's got a horizontal line tie 9.99 for the for this thing, ten bucks, according to Lightning Muskie or uh, Daniel. So here's a question to you: Would you put a trailer on this thing, or just throw it like this with the skirt sticking out the bottom? Neither. <laughs> you have to throw it one way. Are you putting a trailer on it? If you... I have to throw it, I don't think I would put a trailer on it. Right. I don't think it needs a trailer, right? What I would do instead of paying ten dollars for that. I would just go to our friends at Super K and send them a picture and have them make one for five or six bucks. Right, right, right. Because they would custom tie it for you that way in a color that would be better than that. 
I don't know. This color is very strange. It's like a pink. It's very shabby. It's like a pink and a with a lot of speckle. I I don't know. I got this in the package. And I'm like, what the hell is this thing? It's supposed to be for heavy cover. I mean, to me, the heavy cover is this brush guard. Is really that. Cut the skirt off. Put a trailer on it. Cut the then skirt. you don't need a JDM jig to begin with. All right. So I'm guessing people on this feed are not going to run out and buy the. What does RC stand for? What is it? You know what I mean? I guess it's not the Rick Clun flatback jig. <laughs> it must. Oh, our, dude, I'm an idiot. Rodeo Craft is the other company. Oh, it's a Rodeo, it's a collaboration. Collab. Oh boy. So RC Rodeo Craft flatback jig. Yeah, I think War Eagle makes War Eagle actually might have a skirt like that. My question is, does this really seem like a swim jig? It does not seem like a swim jig. It could be. I guess. All right. So far, I'd be pissed that I spent $100 on this. So they threw in a, a special color. Uh, L- this is an LV200. So this is the um, sinking, ver- like the, the heavier weighted Lucky Craft LV. So this is also in the box. It's a LV200 sinking edition. So it's kind of a little heavier. Are you a big lipless guy? A lot of people, I, I'm okay with them. A lot of people do like the LVs for fishing them deep and right. stroke them out the bottom. Um, it's good bait. I don't think Lucky Craft USA is good as it used to be, but okay. The thing is, like, I don't feel like Lucky Craft USA is really JDM worthy at this point. So here, this is funny. Since you're before into- you get into that, oh, go ahead. War Eagle has been doing this with their spinnerbait skirts for a long time. Yes. I've seen that on spinnerbaits. I've never seen it on a swim jig. So we can cut the arm off a War Eagle spinnerbait and tie it on like a jig. So the special edition 110 and the Pop Max in the bento box this month is called, this is a French word, Ishalot. <laughs> Radio Craft is a JDM trout brand. <laughs> so what do you think? This is a this is the 110. It's got a, just a really... Faint blue. 110s are awesome. I don't get too caught up in these super niche colors. Like, I'm pretty simple when it comes to colors. I agree. So this is a French word. It's the French word for shallot. So, you know, like the onion. You, you're a, you're a, um, you're an Uncle Roger fan. So, you know, that shallots are the proper. Yo. Yeah, onions are for poor people. Shallots are what you should be using. So this is the 110. Each, this is called. GP. That'll be good. I don't know if it's going to focus. On Why that. do I want a jig here? Collaboration with depths from a trout company. That, that that's a great question. So GP. The answer is I don't. So the one tens are the French onion shallot colors in the bento box this month. Pot Max, most overrated popper there is. Oh come on! I've caught a lot of fish on the Pot Max. What don't you like about it? That it's not a yellow magic, and it's twice as expensive. It's not. Is it twice? What's a yellow magic cost? I don't know. Ten dollars more expensive. Thirty percent more expensive. I'm saying it's not that much more expensive. I've caught a lot of fish. Uh, I would. What is the price of the one ten? I would give you thirty dollars for this box because that's the only bait I want in it. It's uh, twenty five, twenty four ninety nine is the MSRP of a vision. So with the special color, I'll give you thirty for the box. And Done. Give the rest of it to a high school team. Yeah, this box is a little crazy this month, that's for sure. 
The only time I ever bought Pop Maxes is when Dick Sporting Goods had their buy five, get five for free. And I needed some baits of some equal price to the 110s I was getting. And then I sold those Pop Maxes on eBay to recover most of the money I spent. That's because you're a you're a good businessman. That's why. The I Ritsu, think Pop is good. The Ritsu makes the yellow magic. That is one of the few places, that is one of the few baits that I will order on Tackle Warehouse that I can't get at Omnia is a Yellow Magic. Fair point. No, Yellow Magic's legit. All right, so I have to go run down to the basement and figure out, do you want to do your giveaway first? Uh, Sure. Zach, they are very comparable. The Rico and the Yellow Magic, yellow magic is a little bit cheaper. This, they're, they're basically the same bait. Like, they're the same shape. There's a lot of drama of who came up with it first. Who there you go. Who. Matthew Acevedo is a big JDM guy, and he even says the Pop Max is the prettiest worst popper. I've caught, I have legitimately caught a lot of bass on a Pop Max. So, like, I, mean, I can't yeah, I mean, talk all pop, I mean, like, people caught a lot of fish on a Pop R, too. That's true. It's very true. I mean, all it's hard to make a bad popper. You make a very good point. There's just nothing special about the Pop Max, in my opinion, other than the price and the paint scheme. And all I need is a bone colored belly. You only use one color popper anyway. That doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, everything. So the only the only other bait that wasn't we didn't talk about was in the box was the uh, Shimano crank. Okay, I'll take that. I I would try the McBath. I'd actually like that square bill. So what is that? A fifteen dollars square bill. So we'll we'll bump it up to. Uh... I have literally no idea how much any of this stuff costs. All right. You should run your giveaway, and I'm going to run downstairs and decide on which 110 we're going to give away. How, how's that sound? He's, he's drinking the JDM Kool-Aid, Well, the Bento Box Kool-Aid. We're doing some bourbon tonight, some Michters. Right. Yeah, I'm drinking the JDM. I, dude, I, I honestly, I've often thought, why am I buying this box every month? But I do it because it gives me an opportunity to make a video every month about unboxing the box. But you definitely don't make $100 on that video. Per month. No, I don't, but I, it's fun. <laughs> it's just something to do. This is, we need. We may need to do just a okay. Short. You do your giveaway real quick. Do your thing. I'm gonna All run right. downstairs and grab something out of that. I'll be right back. Me big. So you are gonna get an Arsenal Flex Fit hat, new. You are going to get an Arsenal Green Pumpkin, ounce and a quarter Green Pumpkin Punch Rig. Some, what are these, sprayed, sprayed grass boomsticks. Kind of like a dinger. Arsenal decal and a sun buff. Because I want this hat and this sun buff to keep you protected from the harsh UV rays. And then we can all be safe. That is 100% true. I would 100% spend $100 at Omnia every day uh, than that bento box. But my, he wants the ba- you want the backlight on? What, color, what would you like the backlight? Should we do uh, maybe a nice Arsenal green? That's not green. There you go. Backlight's on. Should we do double? Well, that's a little too much tonight. It's too much. 
we could customize the hat if it is requested. I don't know if people want their flex that way. What's up, Devin? Probably not getting a lot of hours at the Marion boat ramp. All right, I got to get the uh, stream yard. He'll back. He'll be back. No, that's not the right one. Bookmarks. Should have this ready. Stream yard giveaway tool. <laughs> Jimbo says he watches the JDM Bento box because he wants to see the baits, but he doesn't want to buy it. There you go. All right. We are going to go. They should be. Uh, are they out of stock at Omnia and Arsenal? Yeah, well, I've been traveling a lot, Andy. Uh, I spent nine days in Cancun, and then I was home for 12 hours, and then I went to Rochester, and I've been up since 3.30 Central this morning because I had a 6 a.m. flight on the East Coast out of Rochester, New York. So I am running on just a tiny bit of sleep, if that's... uh... All right, the giveaway. I didn't want to do that. I'm going to take him out for now. Present... For those that were watching the Tackle Craft stream today, you'll understand why we are doing hashtag muffins. But get your entries in. Hashtag muffins, AJ. Canadians are eligible, but I'll probably just send you an Omnia gift card rather than ship to Canada because you'll get more for your buck and it'll be a better deal for everybody. Lots of muffins coming in. Let's see, we got uh, give us a few minutes. No banana bananas, good. How about what are your thoughts on zucchini muffins if you don't like banana muffins? See some new faces in the chat. I assume some of these people are watching on the Punch Fishing channel. We are multi-streaming, simulcasting on two different YouTube channels, plus Facebook and maybe Twitch. Oh, he says he found a good one. Should we bring him back? Somebody said you weren't going to come back. (laughs) They thought you were just going to bail and not uh, hand out... So I will say I, I made a pass through my kitchen just now and my wife made a pizza and there was like going to be pizza left for me when I want to eat. And I went back and there was like two little slices left. So my kids ravaged it and I don't, I'm not going to see Bassmaster is on team bento box with you. I have to defend the bento box alone. Yeah. The bento box is easily rippable for sure. But there's no shortage of people who want it. Put it that way. I'd rather spend my money on these. Okay, can I explain explain what the, uh, what's muffins? What is going on here? Oh, so <laughs> so I was uh, we were watching an afternoon stream this earlier 
uh, with Tacklecraft, TK. I don't know. He was on here earlier. Okay. Sad that he's missing this. But uh, AJ Mendy, who's from Horseshoe Customs, was on here. Uh, and he was baking muffins earlier this afternoon Ooh, during the I stream. Love muffins. So, what's uh, your favorite muffin? Mm, I do. I don't know. I kind of like the more like. I mean, I do like a, like a, a pumpkin or a zucchini muffin. Zucchini, interesting. Uh, like zucchini chocolate chip. Okay, okay. I'm on board. Um, I also like a good blueberry muffin. And sometimes, if I got a sweet tooth, I do like uh, chocolate chip. My son loves the chocolate chip. <laughs> like a chocolate chocolate chip like no I, yeah chocolate chocolate muffin with the chocolate chips yeah that's that's a banger i like um i'm a big i'm a big uh banana nut muffin fan i will definitely take a banana but like a blueberry with the with the crystallized sugar on the top where it's like the crunchy yeah. sugar on the top that's the fucking winner right there like blueberry crystallized sugar with a big cup of coffee now we're talking. A lot of blueberry fans here. Apple cinnamon? I don't think I've had it. Should I think if I've had an apple cinnamon muffin? Matthew's hoping it's a frozen tequila one, Ten. No. Those are... <laughs> I'm not letting go of frozen tequila on a YouTube live stream, my friend. Wow. I thought, we were, I thought we were tight. No, I got a really good one, but the frozen tequilas are extremely hard to get, and they are... You know, that's like a $200 drink bait. Dave says the uh, Publix blueberry muffins are quite excellent. We don't have any Publix up here. No Publix up here. I, we're missing out. Blueberry muffins are legit. Yeah, I'm with you on the chocolate chocolate chip. All right, let's get a close-up of this uh, special. Okay. So I went down into the archive, and I'm, like, looking through stuff. I'm, like, what do I like? And I bought multiple of these because when these came out, I was like, I knew these were going to be really good jerk baits. So I actually bought a couple of these. So this is one of my, out of my personal stash, Rich, you actually might like this one. This is, this is what paining is, me to give this away. Cause what I, is it called? what are they? It's the, it's a vision 110 in his respect color that has respect. came out in the last year. I can year. never remember the respect. This color is called sunset teaser. Now, I have actually used this color and caught smallmouth. You're going to love this. Look at this bad boy. It's like it's like a it's like a icy came to life. I feel like it's a clown kind of. So you got pink, pink chartreuse and then blue on the head. You got an orange belly, but there's a ton of flake, like kind of like a foil in the middle and it's super translucent. I have caught smallmouth on this in the spring really well. Like I had a day where I threw the sunset teaser and I cracked them on this thing. So if you live in smallmouth waters or clear water, this thing is juicy. The sunset teaser. This is one of the best colors that Mega Bass has put out in years. And they put it out in a respect color that they only dropped it once and then it's gone. Look at that on the back. Isn't that cool? It looks like summer. This is a this 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 is a this is summer. It kind of looks like one of the cocktails I had in Cancun. Right. This is summer brewed into a jerkbait. Like this is everything that's great about summer on the beach. Yeah, I 
doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> it, it catches a man. I <laughs> I'm sure it does. I just don't like bright jerk baits. I'm not a big. I don't. I don't oh. throw like pink. I, I like a little chartreuse in my small eight jerk baits, but uh, so are you, somebody's so going to be super so excited to win this. You're not. You're not stoked on the sunset teaser, but this is little. This is a legit fishing catching color. But so what I am stoked about is Jimbo Slice becoming a member of Team Hella tonight. Nice job. Good job. So cheers Jimbo. to you, Jimbo. Cheers. Cheers. And Jumbo, we are going to give you one of the. Just wait for it. One of us. One <laughs> of us. One of us. Welcome to Team Hella, Jimbo. That's awesome. So, do you want. So, you're not happy with the sunset, but is the crowd happy? Do you guys want to win the sunset teaser? 110. In the respect color chat, if you are happy with this selection, I, I wanted to pick one that I it, it's going to hurt me to give away. Greg says it's a cool color he doesn't have. It's legit. Nate says got, he's neutral. I'm neutral. He's got a giant smallmouth in his picture. He should want this bait. This is a smallmouth catcher. I got actually some uh, new shoes finally Ooh. late in the year. They're not going to be red. Smally Smasher color for sure. I'm 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 saddened by the. Jim Kanye says if he wins, it'll be his first ever 110. Well, there we go. Good good one to start with. It's free. Who cares? Justin <laughs> says send me the electric chicken. What's the electric chicken? I don't know. What is that? I don't even know what that means. It's like a it's like a, it's like a June bug chartreuse soft plastic like a. June bug body with a chartreuse tail. I don't know. Maybe there's a hard. I'm, I've never heard of the electric chicken in the context of fishing. Steve says he's down. See, he's caught him on a sunset teaser. All right. I, on a 110, not that 110. Details. What deep. about your, see, you're offending people and limiting people that live in, but you got, you got spots. Oh. Spots will eat it. Large mouth love loud colors. I, I've caught you can catch any bait on anything that's flashy and loud. Like it's not Adam I, says sunset teaser is the juice. I mean, look at the top of that. That is nope, so good. the red shoes are gonna be gone. No more boyd shoes. Aaron says, How about a perch instead? You can get that anywhere. You're coming to me, you're getting something weird. Andy says uh St. Clair's will they'll get chomped. Well, I, uh, I hope some of you uh it, look, it does look like an electric chicken. Yeah, we got to pull more comments out. Here. We should have one, some live. I want you to count all your one tens. I don't have we... my collection is not that obscene. I want to say you I have no, but this would be fun. Okay, next, like we're gonna so just we're gonna go live on Black Friday again. We're gonna do a big giveaway again, like we did last time, or somewhere around Black Friday, Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're we'll do a big giveaway like we did last time. We'll do like a, I think we're gonna do a hundred dollar box exchange instead of a fifty dollar. Yes, but we should do a giveaway based on you count all your one tens before you come <laughs> on, and then we'll have a separate giveaway based on people who can get close. We'll have like a chat where people have to guess how many one tens. So it's like um, Price is Right, where people try and get. Close. No, we'll just like let the chat go, and when we we'll both watch it when and like whatever that number is, when whoever gets it right, there'll be a separate giveaway for that. That's I'm I'm fine with that. It's the the number is not as obscene as people. Okay, think. chartreuse and pink, not June bunk and chartreuse. Electric chicken. Electric chicken. Definitely a crappie color or a saltwater color. Electric chicken. I like fried chicken. Is that the same thing? 
Somebody's saying this is fifty to sixty dollars on eBay. Yes, the sunset teaser is no longer made anymore. So this bait is retailed at twenty five dollars and now is flipping for twice that. So if you wanted to make money off this, you absolutely could flip this on eBay. But then you're bad karma. Like you shouldn't resell it. That's that's bad fishing karma to flip a bait you got for free on a live stream. All right, but if so you we do should, do it, so I'm we should, we should probably get, get back to giving away the muffin giveaway here before yes. we do the muffins. Hashtag muffins. 72 people are in. Last chance to get in for the Arsenal giveaway. Sunbuff sticker, boomsticks, punch rig, and a nice flex fit. Hat. Dude, I want that because I want the hat and the neck buff. Like for sure. Swim school says I'm into hustle culture. He's 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 all about the Gary V life. Flipping everything. Flip all the things. There's a lot of people that like their basic provokes and stunas. They're not about that 110 life. I got I got oh I had some I have nice. I would say I've got somewhere between 15 and 20 110s. But I have been becoming more and more keen on the jackal re-ranges. Yeah, re-ranges are awesome. Can I can I tell you a dirty secret? I really don't like throwing jerk baits that much. <laughs> I don't really. I don't really. I almost won a tournament on a re-range this spring. I just I know I need to throw it, and I have it on the deck, but I don't enjoy throwing jerk baits. It's it's exhausting. I'm like, I just all day long throwing a jerk bait around is like painful to me. Matthew's yeah. going to do another swimming giveaway for Christmas. A JBC Lunker Punker and Evergreen Brim Slide. Lunker Punker. I've heard that before. Isn't that kind of expensive? You got one? Would it show that off? Black Dog Bait Lunker Punker. So this it's one, I don't know. I don't know what a JBC Lunker Punker is. This is a this is actually this is the Lunker Punker Junior. So they make a bigger one. They make a bigger one. Oh my god, that's the small one. This is the wood one. Is that like the feather actually came off a bird? It looks like <laughs> That's pretty sick. So the one he's giving away is a resin. This is actually the wood version. Is that more expensive, the wood version? It's got to be. I think so. I don't know if they make the wood one anymore. Ooh, that's definitely more expensive. That is a cool pattern. Is that trout? It should be my new thumbnail. There you go. What pattern? What's the color? It's kind of a uh, rainbow trout type pattern. That actually looks pretty badass. How heavy is that? With the wood. That's three ounces, I'd guess. Oh, so you need a swim bait rod for that, for sure. Mm, you definitely need a borderline flipping stick, if not a... Yeah, but to throw it throw it long distance, you're going to need a nice long swim bait rod. Yeah, rear range is good. Uh, deep diving jerkbait, the rear range M... D MD or M MR is a good deep diving jerk bait. Can I also say that the the Berkeley stunners sink, so you can let it sink to the depth you want sink. to jerk it at, and then you can retrieve it. So you don't necessarily need like a deep diving with the stunner because it slowly drops. So if you have if you have um, forward facing sonar, <laughs> that's a very good point. Fair enough. I got I got owned on that one. Hats off, Basson. That's Jimbo said he could flip the 110 for almost a full yeah. year's membership on Hellabass. So there you go. 
SJ Remember, says two, two ounces. Have fees, though, it's you got to pay fees and shipping on eBay. All right, I think everybody that wants to get in on muffins is getting in. We're gonna we're gonna spin it as opposed to a cow. That's great. <laughs> I, what I meant to say was it looks like a whole bird was donated to the feather of that thing. Like it was like a lot of feathers my, was was trying to get at, but apparently I, I failed. On Victor that. Simonson. Congrats, Victor. Congrats on your Arsenal prize pack. You need to email me, rich at richlinger.com. DM me on Instagram or DM me on Facebook to get a hold of me so that I can get you your Arsenal prize pack. Nice. That's awesome. I actually have more stuff. That I have not got. So I got this giant. This is not going to be tonight, but just a little teaser here. I've got this flat rate thing stuffed from Drastic Plastics, who is a guy I met, ran into at the. He's in Wisconsin. So this is a Wisconsin company. Sent me a bunch of plastics. We'll do some giveaways out of this. Oh, wait. Say that name again Drastic Plastics. Drastics? Drastic Plastics? Drastic Plastic out of Oxford, Wisconsin. That's Oxford? I, have, I go to Wisconsin all the time. I've never heard of that town. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're more like east side of the state. Oxford, Wisconsin. So hopefully you're still here, Victor, oh. and you got that message and you're uh Dude, you know it's a small town when you Google Oxford and the wiki entry says it's a village. So it's like marathon. It's a village. It's tiny, is the point. Oxford. Okay. Let's I'm looking this up. Oh, it's by the Dells. Oh, everything's by the Dells. It's no, that's not true. It's it's little north. Northeast of the Dells, Oxford, Wisconsin. It's tiny, teeny tiny little town. Well, if I don't hear from Victor, we'll give it away next week. So get a hold of me, Victor. Say something in the chat. By the way, go Vikings. Yeah, just want to say that. I don't yeah. know what football pro, uh, football teams everyone align, aligns with in here, but I was definitely in Bills country this week. The Bills are uh, the Bills are the best team in uh, in football these days. They're amazing. Okay, so right, you want to do the Streamyard giveaway for this uh, respect one ten, or do you want to do a different form? No, let's do it here now. Uh, you can just do. Like, we'll do, we'll do uh, here. We'll send an email. Congratulations, Victor. He is here. We'll do it like hashtag um, sunset because that's what this is called. Sunset teaser. How about that? Ooh. Skull. We got some Vikings. We got some Viking fans in the crowd. All right. I love it. Oh, by the way, if you guys aren't following me on Instagram, I'm going to plug my Instagram. Hit me up on at punch fishing on IG. I'm trying to get to, I'm really close to 3,000. To how many? When I get to 3,000 people following me on Instagram, I'm going to do like a, I'm going to, I'm going to give away a really good spinning reel on, on, on my Instagram. I'm really close. Speaking of, I'm kind of excited about the new Procyon. I think I'm going to grab one of those. The MQ? The mono, yeah, the monocoque. Yeah, no, I, I would, I would. I would, I would uh, 100% agree with you on picking up the Procyon MQ. Pete really sold me on his TikTok video about that. Well, what's cool is the MQ, the monocoque body, has now dropped into that price range. If if I was going to bet money next year, we'll see a monocoque Tatula spinning reel and a monocoque, eventually a monocoque Fuego. But isn't That's- the Procyon is already cheaper than a Tatula, right? Yes, it's sub 200. So 
actually my my like two not the last not the last vision of the Procyon, but the one before that is actually one of my favorite spinning reels. Man, my spinning my favorite spinning reel changes month to month. I, I use a lot of them, so I, I'm always goofing and, around. Any port in a storm for you. Yeah, pretty much. I, I like um Oh geez. Today I was using the Stella out on uh <laughs> so you're gonna love this. I'm out on pool two and the guy I was fishing with was throwing a drop shot, and of course I had a Ned rig tied on, so I just threw the Ned rig. And I'm so I'm throwing a Ned rig on the Stella and catching like one pound spallies <laughs> on pool two. A little obscene, like a little ridiculous, but it was fun. I had a good time. There was a question earlier about that. Let me see if I thought I started. I have not tried the new exist. I do want to get it by next season, though. I I, I will have an exist in my arsenal. At, I feel like somebody way. early on asked, why did you go with the Stella over the Steez, maybe? Is that a valid question? No, the Steez is a – they don't make a Steez spinning reel. Um, so I or think maybe the – maybe that what's the – Exist? Exist. Maybe they said, why Stella over the exist, maybe. In bass fishing, it don't matter. So here's the thing, Rich. Like, you got to remember, the Stella – I'm just saying that was a question somebody else had. I don't have that question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying it's literally just because the Stella came in stock on Omnia and I bought it. <laughs> they have, they have, Omnia has not gotten any uh, exist restocks like all year. Yes. So the new – okay. So he's talking about something super niche to Daiwa nerds. I don't know if you know this, Rich, but the Daiwa Japan social media accounts posted a new steez. Baycaster? Baycaster. And I was curious about that. Um, and the information I got, let me pull this up real quick. So Steez came out with what's called the Steez HLC. So hyper long cast. It's a JDM exclusive version of a Steez HLC. So apparently this new Steez that Daiwa teased is an HLC with a normal 34 millimeter spool. So they took the HLC frame and reel that they've been designed as the HLC and they just, it's a different spool in it, and they're calling it a new Steez. Daiwa is really good at, like, taking the same shit and just putting different spools in it and calling it a completely different product. It's kind of what they do, especially in Japan. So it's not really, I don't. I doubt it's even going to be sold in the U.S. In the U.S. right now, you get the Steez A, and you get the Steez SV. You get two Steezes in the U.S. market. That's it. And they've been like that for a while now. They've been dropping some newer Steezes in the Japanese market, the Steez Limited, the Steez HLC, and now this new one that they just announced. But they're not going to be like in stock at Omni or Tackle Warehouse like anytime soon. Does that make sense? Sure. I won't be buying a Steez. <laughs> Steezes are good. I think the Zillion is the. I, t- I think that's that's where I cap out. I will say though that if you the 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 the, the amount of refinement that's in the Steez has trickled down to the Zillion. So like, you're not missing anything from going from a Zillion to a Steez. It's just that they've taken what they've learned on the Steez and dropped it into that Zillion. Like the Z- the Zillion feels as refined and as user friendly as a Steez. I have a really hard time telling anybody to buy a Steez when you can just get a Zillion. Like they're 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 amazing reels for the price. Yeah. And, and now with the yen crashing, people are picking up crashing. They, people are picking up JDM zillions for under three hundred bucks left and right. 
like you can get really good prices on Japanese zillions with the yen to USD conversion right now. I also check my IG. So this is not insinuate that Hello S does not check his IG. So you can also follow me if you're on Instagram. Yeah, what is up with that? That's some shade at you, I think. I, also, I'm always replying. Do my 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 Instagram DMs are obscene. Like everyone's messaging me about stuff all the time. Look at this. Like it just goes on and on and on. My wife's like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, I don't know. Just people who are messaging me on Instagram. She thinks I'm like chatting up someone. I'm like, I just get messages on Instagram and I reply to them. Colby says he likes the Dobbins Maverick at the hundred dollar price point. I haven't tried one of those. You like them? Have you tried one? No, I've only I've I haven't have not held one in person. Rabid baits. No raid. Oh raid baits. What's raid baits? JDM. Oh no! I if you see that. South Jays Fisherman twenty, it's a JDM question. No, I have not tried anything from Raid. Oh, Vanford Distract. That's a great question because I own both. Have you tried the Vanfords or the Stratics for spinning? I thought the Vanford replaced the Stratic. No, nope, 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 nope. So they're both sold. The Vanford is about 30 bucks more than a Stratic, and it's got the lightweight body material. So the Vanford is like the CI4 Plus. So the material of the Vanford is lighter than the Stratic, and so they charge you more for it. So the Stratic is heavier than the Vanford. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. like it's 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 Shimano's got their like lightweight uh, graphite composite material, and that's the Vanford. It's the new CI4 Plus. So you're paying a little bit of a premium to get the Vanford to be lighter weight. That's pretty much it. They both have the long stroke spools. They both are. So the Stratic to me is like, if you just need a workhorse reel, you want to beat the crap out of it and you want to save 30 bucks, get the Stratic. If you really need a lightweight version of the Stratic, you bump up to the Vanford. Does that make sense? It's all about weight. If you don't care about the weight, just get the Stratic. If you want the lightest material possible, you get the Vanford. That's it. That's that's all you. That's the decision point. Is just wait. Yeah, I'm still rocking my CI fours. Yeah, so the Vanford is just the latest version of the CI four plus. I'm not. I, I I used to be really big about like swapping out my reels every year or two, and now I just keep using them. I'm too lazy. Yeah, I'm talking about the Stratic FL. Uh, it is not a zucchini muffin milkshake. It is what is left of a Kraken Diet Doctor Thunder, as usual. And I have a little bit, I've just been sipping off some Michter's bourbon tonight. I'm just, dude, at this point, I'm drinking it straight because I ran out of ice. So now I'm basically just eating ice because I don't have any more booze and it's upstairs. So you have the bo- you have the ice and no booze, and I have the booze and no ice. We have a problem here. We could we could we could fix. I haven't tried the new exist. I, I when when Omnia gets some exists back in stock, I will definitely grab one. Um, but no, I I don't have an exist yet. Nobody's won yet. Critical gravy. Ooh, Derek. We talked about this early on. The short notes is they overextended themselves with inventory. They didn't sell it, and it's basically a financial thing. They didn't have a great summer sales period in there. Uh, they're a little underwater. So that's what I've been told. Um, so there's really not a big difference from the USA and JDM versions of the zillion. So Rich, do you know the difference? There's a, there's one key difference. 
So the U.S. Zillions have a brass gear, a, a brass main gear, and the JDM Zillions have aluminum. So the JDM Zillions are a little lighter, but they figure that U.S. Angles beat on their reels a lot more. They throw heavier baits. So they put the brass gears into the U.S. version because it'll just take more wear and tear. That's really the only difference. And the handle, the handle knobs are slightly longer on the U.S. version. So brass gears versus aluminum and a little bit longer knobs. That's the only difference between the Japanese and the U.S. versions. So U.S. has longer knobs? Yes. <laughs> yep. We get longer knobs than the brass gear. So if you want it for a jig flipping frog, get the U.S. version. Maybe? It doesn't matter. The, the, the aluminum version maybe, all that stuff right? too. I've, I've had the JDM version and the U.S. version, and you really can't tell a damn difference. They feel the exact same. That's why I keep using the Omnia code so I can save money to buy my bass boat. The more money I save, the Dude, more. Dude, I want to be I want to try I want to get out ride on your uh, on your on your on your new boat. We got to do something in the spring. We are running out of time this year. Yeah, I want to I want to go in the spring uh, out on your Camus. All right, 78, last call. Let's do it. Sunset right now, John. This is your chance. Last chance to enter the giveaway for a uh, Respect Series 110 that is no longer for sale. You have to pick it up on the aftermarket, and you could theoretically flip this for about $50 to $60, but you'll be a bad person if you do. You should just use it because it's awesome. This is out of my private stash, people. I'm, I'm losing money by giving this out to people. You are not. How much I, that's how much I love our community. I'll take a hit. All right. We hit 80. Boom. Let's go. Who's getting my private 110? Scott Vermonter. Do you know Scott? Do you know who that is? I recognize him from being on here. I know I saw him in the chat earlier. I will need Scott's name and address so I can mail him his bait. Oh, yes. You'll have to actually DM Punch Fishing. Or you, one or of you us. Get, or me, if it's easier, and then I will forward your information on to. Um... That's it. They might not be on Instagram. What's your email? Rich at richlingern.com. So at rich at richlingern.com. Email him your information if you're not on Instagram. And he is a member. Nice. All right. So, so because you're a member, he's going to throw in a titanium with the jerk bait. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. He's gonna throw in some uh, JDM swamp crawlers with it, just because you're a member. <laughs> I might. I could throw in. I got some. I got some random stickers and shit I could throw in. But um, yeah, Scott, hit up Ridge. Just someone, give me your address. I need your mailing information. I will mail you a beautiful <laughs> one ten respect series sunset teaser for hanging out with us tonight. Appreciate it. How long have we been on now? What? How long have we been? How long have we been streaming? Two hours and nine minutes. Two hours? Seriously? We're longer than a movie now? Good God. All these degenerates are still hanging out on the stream. We got over 100 people still. I I used to have a falcon rod a long time ago. I used it as a jig rod. I really liked it. And I don't remember if I broke it or sold it or something. But I haven't had one in 15 years. But I've never. You just don't see them up. I don't mean, like. They're at Walmart for a minute, maybe I think for a little bit. 
I don't even know if Capra's ever even had Falcon. I feel like I bought a Falcon when I was in Texas once on one of my like Lake Fork trips or something and bought one when I was down there, but they just they're not up here. I mean, you can, obviously the internet, you can order anything. Literally the only place I've ever seen Falcon in person is at Walmart up here. Really? Yeah, they got Falcon rods at Walmart. Hmm. Never seen them at any I've never seen them at Cabela's, any of our local shops. In a good movie. I said this is longer than a movie, and someone said, in a good movie, it was. I love it. Don't work north of the place. That's probably true. Not bad for a makeshift, thrown-together, last-minute stream. I think I literally DM'd Brian at, like, 6 o'clock. I was, I was literally I was leaving the ramp at Pool 2 when you messaged me. I was about to hit the gas station, that speedway over there, to like get some soda because I was thirsty. And then uh, you messaged me. I was like, yeah, why not? Right on. Yeah, so I hope to get out fishing. Uh, I don't have any travel plans, so we should be back. I hope to get a video edit. I was totally going to so, do more editing when I was on vacation and just wasn't happening. So tell me about, like, your – have you – let's ask you – I'm going to ask you a question. How How's your – like, have you been fishing the last month? Like, how's your fall your fall fishing in Minnesota been? Uh, so I fished the fall brawl, which was on October 7th. So that was a couple weeks ago, yeah. Got the uh, the a prize pack. Just missed a check there, um, and then I did go out on orchard. Okay. Saturday before I left for Mexico, did all right. Caught like ten or twelve in a few hours. Nothing great, but goof around on a local a local lake. That's cool. I do. I've been... People, if, if anybody in this audience has artistic design that can help me design a logo for a sticker and stuff like that, I will. Heck I would yeah. much prefer to hire somebody that understands the vibe here than trying to explain it to some stranger on Fiverr. Um, I don't really have an idea. So if somebody's got a good idea or can sketch something up, I would gladly reward you if you could design me a Hellabass type logo. It needs to have like a swim jig or a Vixen. Or a visor, a visor. Yes, I agree. A cutoff hat. That's that's the obvious one, right? Dude, my fall fishing has been really good. So like, so I have a camper over in Wisconsin, and my the campground that my camper is at is on a. Um, so there's this river that goes down the middle of Northwest Wisconsin called the Namakagan. So it's the Namakagan River. It hits this dam, and there's a lake at the dam, and my campground is on this lake. Fishing this lake sucks in the summer. Like, it's really hard to get a bite. But in the fall, it goes off. So, like, the last couple of weeks, I've been continually going to the, the lake that my campground is at and just keep hitting the same lake over and over. And the fishing has been fantastic. I've been catching, like, 14-inch crappies. I've been catching giant walleyes. I've been catching, like, two, three-pound smallmouth. This is, like, the fishing is bonkers out there right now. And I've been trying to like sneak there every weekend subsequently just to keep fishing this like basically a river because no one else is fishing it. I go out on this lake by myself all day and I'm the only boat. I have this whole place to myself and the fish are just chopping. So it's kind of fun to like fish multi-species in the winter mm-hmm. plus catch a bunch of big bass wherever kind of you want. It's, it's, it's crazy. So I've been doing that a lot the last couple of weeks. Derek, from what I know uh, of the – Ozarks this time of year is 
get a buzz bait and a whopper plopper and just burn down the bank until you find them. That sounds fun. I would do that. That's what I would do, Derek. Good advice. And then once you start to figure out, like, are they on rock transitions or points, then you can, once you get a couple bites, then just run that, you know, pockets, points, transitions. I cracked my new PB walleye last weekend, which was pretty awesome. That was really fun. I don't know if you saw that picture, but I caught this giant walleye, which I was scouting a smallmouth spot with a football jig. You know, this walleye cracked the football jig and started swimming off. And I thought I had a muskie because this lake has muskies and it was acting really musky like it was really heavy and on the bottom. It was just kind of slightly head shaking, but it wasn't move, like you couldn't bring it up, but ended up catching this giant 30 inch, almost 10 pound walleye. Nice. And I was so happy. I was this is great. I got pictures i measured it and everything i let it go it was like the highlight of my weekend last weekend was catching my new personal best walleye i know you're not a big walleye guy but but it was pretty fun walleye for food not sport i, I like them for both I'm, I'm a i'm 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 a closet walleye fan like i am like a bass guy but I'll, i will definitely go out and target walleye and go walleye fishing anyway. tv if you live up where i live i would say as you get the end of october early november Ooh. that gets to be blade bait time of year but we're getting into that. We're right on the cusp of November, right? And right. the wa- lakes are still wide open. So, like, we absolutely will be fishing into the first week or two of November. Like, no question. Like, it has not gotten that cold up here yet, right? I mean, Especially down here. Things can happen quick here, but yeah. <laughs> it's true. That's true. But I think I think the water, I think we'll still be out fishing next weekend, like a week from so. now. That's a good point. I do, I do need to film that. I do need, I didn't do a proper walkthrough of the Slamus. So we need yes. to I want to see this boat in person. Uh, I was loaned my Dobbins spinning reel from Brian Kasperzak. So once I did the review of it, I uh, gave it back to him. So you'd have to ask Brian if he was in the chat or when you see him in the chat next time, if he's fished it at all. How much was that thing? Is that a hundred bucks? hundred bucks. Did you feel it was a compelling alternative to a Fuego? I mean, it's up there. I wouldn't, I'm not going to say it's better than the Fuego, but it's. Fair it's, enough. I don't, I don't know what this is, Nate. Uh, How do you feel about a YouTube subscription account for his 14? Does that mean he made like a paywall for his 14-pounder video? When you uh, say a subscription or, account, I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means at all. I guess I'd, I'm, I'm out of the Nate. What do you mean by that? This was – the chat was you, from like an hour ago. I don't even sub to Milliken. Do you? I don't watch any of his stuff. I might be sub to him, but like if you don't watch it, then – no, I don't know. Dude, my, my YouTube content is mostly non-fishing stuff these days. Pool 19 was... What's Pool 19? Do you know what that is? I don't know what Pool 19 is. That was red? I kind of let the... Kind of went a little light, light on the sunscreen at the end of the week. I figured I wouldn't see the sun for a long time. Are you are you sunburned from Mexico? You don't look too bad. Little little bit, not bad. Yeah, you don't you don't look you don't look singed, dude. I got look at this. I got windburn from like running around on boats the last couple weekend. Like my face is like hurts right now. Tyler, is he on right now or is he? uh... I don't know who hooks hook sets are free. I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? Yeah, we talked about him earlier. I told you he was the one I saw the Macbeth on. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Let me see if I can uh, do a live redirect. He may or may not have it. I don't. Uh, I don't. 
I don't dude, the only live streams I watch are yours, Baxter's, and Debo's. Like those are the really the only like live fishing streams that I check out when they're on. Oh, and Gramps, obviously. So Gramps, Debo's, you and Baxter are the kind of my live fishing universe. Like those are the streams I watch when you guys are doing them. He's on right now. I don't I don't think he's got it set up. So I can't send him there. He needs to Uh, since we're going to be wrapping things up, I'm going to get a link out here so we can send people there that want to oh, pool night their streams going. Two weeks left for sure. Yeah, I think we got a good two weeks left of good open water fishing here. How do you like the Addermine compared to the Whipsnake? Um, the new Addermine is a question mark because no one's actually touched it yet. So keep that in mind. Um, the Whipsnake... So the Addermine is more fast. The Whip Snake has a more deeper, bendier. The Whip Snake is more like a medium to medium light, whereas the Addermine is more of a traditional medium. So I would say if you're thinking about getting the Addermine, you're waiting until the P5 version of the Addermine comes out, just wait and pick it up. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. But if um, the Addermine can do a lot of stuff besides drop shot. The Whip Snake is more of a straight kind of drop shot rod. Does that make sense? Whipsnake's more bendy. Addermine's more fast. So, you know, decide on what, what you want. But the new – so the new Addermine, I haven't touched it. I don't know. I have the old Addermine, which is awesome, but the new one's a totally different rod, so I don't know. X-Pride B. I have not touched – so, Rich, X-Pride, they've launched a new version of the X-Pride this year. Shimano has been terrible about getting them actually out to people. Shocker. I have yet to actually pick up the new refreshed X Pride, and it's been out all year. Like I have not impulse bought one. Shields got a bunch of them, but that was kind of it around here. Capras have never got them in. Thorn is still selling the old X Prides. They haven't even gotten the new ones. Capras haven't gotten the new ones. Omnia got a little shipment of the X Pride Bs, and they flew out, and they haven't gotten them back since. So I'm not in a big hurry to go out and get the X Pride Bs, but I do want to um, pick one up. Shimano's been really, really bad at getting out product this year. Like, I don't know if it's the economy and it's... And last year. Yeah, last year too. Good point. Fair point. But yeah, like, getting new Shimano stuff is brutal right now. Yes. Tacklecraft does have very entertaining, like, lunchtime to mid-afternoon streams. I'm working during the middle of the day. (laughs) I would love to sit around and watch fishing streams in the middle of the workday. That'd be great. I'm on calls all day for work. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so I posted a link if anybody wants to check out. Uh, nice. Looks that's are free. Make sure you say Hellabass sent you. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, Milliken put that one behind uh, his memberships. Which, oh, to catch- I mean, obviously, like I do some members only lives, right? Like, so I mean, if that was the only thing he had on his membership, but I mean, if he's gonna, if that's his first piece of content, and he's gonna do more members only videos, and I think it's totally makes sense. I mean, I think I will, I will say this about Milliken: I'm not a big, I don't love it, I don't like eat up his content, but he knows what he's doing. Like the guy, the guy clearly has really good chops for making YouTube content and he knows the market. He knows his audience. Like I, I wish I was as successful as he was. He's buying new houses and building ponds and like 
he's killing it. So whatever he's doing is uh, obviously the correct. No, oh, absolutely. He's, he's, he's a good angler. I mean, some of his, yeah, bad, you bet. Like some of that gets a little over the top for me, but like, yeah, he knows his stuff and like you can learn stuff and it's a little bit of slapstick and a mixture of learning and something. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. No, I'm not, I'm I not just, a hater on Milliken by any chance, by any means. I just, I, my, my YouTube consumption is very little fishing these days. Like I'm watching a lot of other stuff. Most of my fishing YouTube is hanging out in other people's live streams. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that because you're actually interacting. Yeah. And it's yeah. A human like I don't watch a lot of standalone videos. Most of my other standalone videos are like videos about YouTube or lighting or, mm. you know, things uh, or some of that stuff like to get better and, you know, maybe looking up like, you know, stuff about YouTube or. So you see, that means you're curious and you're a learner. You want to like learn things when you're, when you're watching. Yeah, so. Or like thumbnail yeah. designs or that kind of stuff. But I, Dude, I, I consume so much non, non-fishing YouTube content. Like, I'm watching stuff. I like music, so I'm watching a lot. Of, like, I follow a lot of musicians and bands I like in their YouTube channels, so I'm watching, like, music videos and things like that. So I love music. I'm watching a lot of cook. You you and I both like cooking content, so I'm watching, like, cooking stuff. Um, I'm watching a lot of video game content, which is weird, but I like watching video game content. Um, I'm watching a lot of – I work in cloud tech, so I'm watching a lot of stuff around, like, AWS and Azure so I'm watching like tech videos. And then what's funny is like, I'll watch through my YouTube stream. And when fishing videos come up, I almost always scroll past them. <laughs> like I very rarely like jump in on a, on a fishing video. You want to know something weird? I don't, I don't fish keep, like I don't have a single aquarium in my house, but I've suddenly started watching a lot of YouTubers who are like into like building aquariums and like fish keeping. I don't know why. Like I watch stuff that I don't know anything about and I, I get drawn in by it. Do you do that same thing where you just see some random hobby or thing and all of a sudden you like go down a rabbit hole of like watching a bunch of people? A little bit, not, not much, no. That happens I'm, just, I'm looking through my YouTube history to see like if there's anything weird that stands out. I, feel I would like say, like, bad. actually, like, bait-making videos a little bit. I'll do that. Oh, bait-making. Like, like... I, I will watch bait-making videos when I'm about to go to bed because it helps me relax. And I, sometimes I'll fall asleep to people who are, like, grinding and making crankbaits. I've done that before. It'd be cool to keep a pet small. Yeah, keeping pet bass is tough because once they outgrow their tanks, you either have to get a giant tank or you gotta let them go. Like you can't keep a, a big bass in a small tank. That's kind of in inhumane. I'm watching both streams right now. Whose audio do you have on though? That's the question. Who who are you listening to? You can watch both at the same time, but who who you're actually hearing? All right. Well, we're at two and a half, so I think. Oh, yeah, this we've been going way too long. Um, so, like I said, we're going to come back uh, uh, late November. So, about a month, we're going to be doing a big giveaway. We're going to do one of these. We're going to do a blind opening $100 box. So, we'll be giving away basically two $100 Omnia boxes after discounts. So, they're probably going to be more like $120 boxes. Yes. So, yeah, we're going to we're gonna blow it out. Uh, late, what, what, last Black Friday, we did $50 boxes. So, we're going to double it this year. We're going to do 100 boxes. Yeah. So Sobey's tournament Tuesday videos are fantastic because he puts insane production into like a jackpot Tuesday tournament. You know what I mean? He puts as much production in like people's 
elite videos as he does in his little like weeknighter jackpots, which is it's awesome. So or should I be a regular guest on punch fishing, ripping bento boxes might be a better plan. I dude, we should do that again next month. Let's rip a I'll let you read. We'll do like a shorter stream, but we'll we'll like box it. We'll just go live for like 15 minutes. And we'll do a, you'll blind, okay. I'll blind react to the bento box or something. I'll do my bento box and video unboxing video. And then I'll let you react to the bento box and video. And I want to hear you shred there it. There you go. That would be really, that would be highly entertaining. I think that's a great idea. We Let's do that next month. Yeah. So if you came in late, you can catch the replays, Facebook, YouTube, all the places, MP3, uh, put it on podcast. Those like to, to exercise, drive, listen to podcasts. That's all out there. Um, and otherwise, yeah, it was good, fun. We'll go back in the stream here. I'm going to get some videos out. It's going to be good. I'm going to hopefully go out fishing the next couple of weekends. Do it. Still got open water. And uh, other than that, thanks for coming on last minute, Brian. It was fun. Oh, dude, like for, most people enjoyed it. Thanks for inviting me, man. This is fun. I haven't done this in a little while, and it's it's always good to hang out. And we're going to do a badass Black Friday mystery dual unboxing video. That's going to be fun. And uh, one last shout out for Arsenal Fishers for supporting the channel and the stream. They're doing their big. You didn't you didn't plug their big Halloween. Oh, yeah, they story. had their big uh, uh, sale event for uh, Halloween October. Yeah, Dan, I talked to Dan and he was like, "I've been working on the website for like he spent an entire day getting the website all straightened out to do their big um, Halloween sale." So he was. He's putting a lot of work into getting the ho- the website all up to date with all the latest po- product stuff they got going on. Speaking of Jurassic Plastics, we uh, I don't know if you saw this earlier, but we we sneak peek this thing for future. Oh, that's the guy, Jurassic Plastics. Yeah, I'm gonna all right. I'm gonna have to look them up now that you uh, plug them. So they're because they're in Wisconsin. Yeah, I have no idea what's in the bag. I honestly don't know a ton about it. So yes, Omni or Arsenal is running 25% off everything through October 31st. And then the, every day they've got daily deals. Like right now it's like uh, buy a wacky tool. get. F- so yeah, I guess the wacky tool is in stock at Arsenal. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good pickup. I like Arsenal's hats. They look cool. I actually wear my Arsenal hats like when I'm working all day. So I have like a bass on my head when I'm taking calls with customers and stuff. Um, yeah, the Arsenal hats are awesome. The sun shirt, dude. I rocked the Arsenal sun shirt all summer, and I liked it. It was really nice. So yeah, their 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 sun blocking gear is good. I dude, I rocked that Smalley Smasher, the Smalley Smasher beanie. I have it in my boat all the time. Like it's in my boat. It lives in my boat. And when it's cold, I throw it on. So that's like my boat beanie is the Smalley Smasher one. So I'm a big fan of their apparel. And Victor is going to be in the flex fit here before too long. So all right, we're going to wrap this up. I'll probably see some of you over at the, in the pin comment. I'll see you over at uh, Tyler's stream. Say hi. Tell him I sent you. We'll see some of you guys over there. All right. As always, here to help you guys catch more big bass and suck less. Thanks. Appreciate it. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As always, thanks to all of you that hung in till the end of this podcast. This has been another episode of Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast Experience. Please consider sharing this with any of your bass and buddies and friends. This is the best way for podcasts to grow is through word of mouth. Also, don't forget to search Hellabass on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just about anywhere else so that we can connect in more ways. As always, here to help you catch more bass and suck less.